Your reputation is often your resume. Candidates, hopefuls and applicants thereupon, this is Modern Escape. Thank you all for your applications within the Modern Escapism Job Fair. My name is Oodles, and here is my team. Doctor of Thugonomics and Practitioner of Herbology, it's Stig. Word life. The North East's only Michelin star barista, it's Gadget. Oh, I thought you would have had something more impressive there, Oodles. I'm disappointed in you. Mark that down your permanent record. He's doing it! <laughs> Professor of the Dark Arts and Necromancer, it's Candy. Page 394. <laughs> and Confessions of a Window Cleaner, it's Biggie. Hug life. <laughs> See, Gadget, Gadget's first when I said word life was like a look of confusion. It's not when you, the Doctor of Thugonomics is John Cena, and that was his catchphrase. <laughs> right, just okay. Like, just yeah. thought I'd let you know. It's a wrestling I, thing. I, I, got, yeah. I got it, Stig. No one yeah, else did. I know, but Gadget's just there, like, the look on his face was, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into the show, please consider becoming one of our section incredibly cool patrons to help us divide and conquer the podcasting world. Details are in our show notes, but mainly check out our website, modernescapism.co.uk, for more exquisite content and links to everything we do. Guys, do you know what I need in my life? Some feedback from last news. week. Oh, God. we've got some feedback. <laughs> oh, we do. We have feedback because me and Candy weren't here last week. But I, I, I made a few notes as I was going along, mm. as, as I'm wanting to do when I'm not on these shows. Firstly, uh, I'm not being off the show ever again when there's a Disney or Marvel Expo. <laughs> the way you look bumble through that. <laughs> Jesus. You need a proper correspondent. When I got into the chat and, and then and these two were talking, I said, yeah, we've got that Disney D23. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, there's been, there's been announcements. I know, you missed the werewolf by night. There's been a trailer for that. I thought you'd be well into that, Oodles. Cap- I, I didn't see him at that point. I'm not known about him. Captain America, New World Order, the leader is going to be the bad guy. So the guy from Incredible Hulk is back. I can't remember awesome. the actor's name, but he's coming back, so there was all that. And also, the main thing, actually, though, is what is wrong with you three? Everything. Like, you had a go at me about not wanting to be the captain, yet the first thing that you guys wanted to do was, one, Biggie wanted to kill people, <laughs> and you two went full fascist and dictators. Uh, socialist dictator, actually. Uh I want to abolish all countries and run the solar system. Doesn't sound very socialistic to me. <laughs> it's cleaning it's up it's the bohemian. streets. It's bohemian, isn't it? Did Gadget just wanted to take over a company and carry on doing what they already do? Yeah, why not? Wild, wildest dreams, baby. Have done anything? I know. I, I know. My job was just being a lazy bum, and that's why <laughs> I didn't want to be the captain because I just couldn't be asked for the pressure. And it would be very, yeah. I, I, I just, after, after, upon reflection, I was like, being a captain sounds difficult. Yeah. <laughs> sounds and Gadget already hard. touched on it anyway. Like, I, I had made a note before Gadget touching it that there is no pay in Star Wars at Star Trek. So I would literally just do my job. What's point? Yeah. What's point? And just chill out for the rest of the time. But it'd be a really cushy <laughs> job. 
So yeah, yeah. think of it conversely as the head of Wayland Yutani, I would do the same because just I would take over the company and just let it do whatever evil things it's doing, and I would just reap all of the money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Extreme wealth well, with nothing to do with it. Well, yep. Target just, on your back though. Everyone constantly. On this podcast wants to like go on holiday in apocalyptic worlds and and dream jobs in you know, desolate cities, killing people. <laughs> it's more fun. I don't want to kill anyone. I did. I did like Biggie's, you know, just d- discussion on like, well, you know, if I if I need some new clothes, I'll just pick them up off the street in New York. That's looting, Biggie. <laughs> that's looting. Yeah, uh, there's a dead body here. I'll just take his clothes. That's a nice hat. Oh, it fits perfectly. <laughs> I would donations for charity shops. I just helped yeah, myself. It's, the thing is, even our listeners are evil. Some of the feedback in that in, from our listeners, you can't escape it. A bit, a bit of power, a bit of dream power, and it all goes to your heads. I told Absolutely. you you can't trust them. Our listeners no. are the worst. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> but I still wouldn't trust you. A little bit true. <laughs> it is true. Right. Yeah. Have you got any feedback, Candy? Or can we get onto the... I'd uh... just like to... I, I would like to say that I would have gone for vault obviously, and I'd have just been the worst overseer. So again, another apocalyptic again? future. Why? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Called There's it. There's not a lot of choice. There is... Pl- There's so many, so many, so much choice. Also, you, also you, Dunder Mifflin. You, you don't want to be the overseer. Dunder Mifflin was going to be one of my back. Was going to be my <laughs> other you don't want to be an overseer for vault You want to run vault There's a difference. No, yeah, I want to be an go. overseer and conduct all the crazy experiments. <laughs> I think I'm some, 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 Sometimes, sometimes the overseers horrible. were part well, of yeah, that experiment. And they didn't know. Mm, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't mm. be one of those ones. How do you know? <laughs> oh fuck. Let's move on. Biggie's breaking news. I'm just gagging. I'm gagging. Feed me news. You may already know, but he doesn't because it's time for Biggie's breaking news. Okay, here comes your starter. Um, First up, we've got Halo lead Bonnie Ross is leaving 343 Industries and Xbox. She has led the Halo brand for about 15 years. Worked with Microsoft's games business, best part of three decades, working on franchises like Gears of War, Alan Wake, and even third-party publishing deals like Jade Empire and Mass Effect. So quite a big shift change there. Good. Get gills out of my halo. Mm. Am I right, boys? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I'm joking I mean, for new listeners. I am joking for new listeners. Halo has not been doing well, though, it's true. But I, I don't know if it's down to her, but... Is it fucked down to her? There's a, there's a bit of a down to her, a bit of a down to Microsoft themselves. It's poorly managed in several different directions. It's great though. I played <laughs> it again that weekend. So much fun. Yep. Best game ever. No, but it's very good. Isn't the best game ever? Babylon's Fall will terminate its service on February the twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. It was an action role playing hack and slash video game. Um, published by Square Enix, and it's not gone down very well, is it? In our group, I said, to, I said to Biggie, I said, no, sorry, sorry, I said to Gadget, what's Babylon's fall? I <laughs> even heard of it? I have no idea. <laughs> Never even heard of it. So it, it came. You know it came? It, well, it came out in March this year. Um, That's mental. And it, 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 it's like a kind of a. I think the best way to describe it is like a live service version of Near Automata. It's kind of like it's a platinum game, all about action style, like stylish action stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it like when it dropped in March, it had kind of mediocre reviews, and it was kind of broken online, and no one bought it. There was one point. There was crap. one point I think Shop Two was selling it for like eight quid. 
because they'd like massively overbought the stock. But yeah, it's it's going to be killed within eleven months of it coming online. Well, lest we forget. I think it I think it probably oh, no, probably also had some microtransaction bullshit behind it. I I'm sure I read something about like the economy in the game was fucking terrible. It's great how Square Enix are just they seem like to be on the, on the last legs at the moment. Mm. <laughs> they have fucked it. Well, especially since they've sold off everything good about them to Absolver. Eh, not Absolver, <laughs> yeah. Embracer, other than um, Final Fantasy. Yeah, but <laughs> they, they make one of them every ten years. It's not going to go down well. Next. Again, speaking of things that haven't gone down well, Overwatch fans are furious that one of the original game's promises will be broken in the up-and-coming sequel. Um, the $40 watch point pack, which includes access to the season Battle One Pass and has skins and all that kind of stuff, um, has now led to the point where players now have to unlock the characters before they can use them. And the Overwatch community is going ballistics. It's not quite. Oh my God, they have to sequel. play the game. They have to play the it's game like to a get them. Combination of one and two, basically. It's like so, Overwatch 2.0. Yeah, the whole promise with Overwatch since before the first game came out was that all new characters were going to drop for free. So having them put behind a battle pass, even if it's on the free track, people are pissed off about because essentially it means you can pay to get get the access to the characters before everyone else gets them. So you get an advantage. Yeah, because it is a versus game, isn't it? So you're going to be... The richer you are, the better you are. Yeah, because it's a versus game, but also each character plays very individually. So you... When a new character mm. drops, there's always like this three or four week learning period with a new character where yeah. you have to learn how they play, where they fit in the the meta. So yeah, it's yeah, you need a balanced team, don't you? Yeah. So it, it it's another thing where Blizzard just seem to keep making really poor decisions that piss their fans off. It's and I, as we know, like Overwatch fans are known lovely people, aren't they? As well, <laughs> I mean, I used to love Overwatch. Overwatch was my favorite Great game. Community. For, <laughs> Overwatch was my favorite game for about two years. Like I played it endlessly. Like I really enjoyed it, and then it just. They just stopped supporting it properly, and it just went to shit. And then, yeah, the I played the I played the training level when it were lo- when the game were loading, and then I uninstalled it before it finished loading. <laughs> nah, I, I used to be really good at it. I really enjoyed it. Um, but then, right. yeah, Blizzard just can kept screwing the fan base over, and it got incredibly toxic, like more toxic than other online games I've played. Oh, Blizzard! Oh yeah, fuck Bug Blizzard! Fuck them! Next, uh, Uncharted. Legacy of Thieves will be now arriving on the PC in October 19th. Great game. So more certainly products arriving on the PC. Yeah, I think it's, I might it's, it's a yeah. If it plays on your little um, Steam Deck, that'll be a nice little because it's only about eight hours long. Lovely, lovely little game. That. Yeah. See, this is the problem. I could go and get this for my PS5 and pay a lot less. Mm-hmm. I do like playing stuff on the Steam Deck? Exactly, mate. It's, exactly, mate. It's, it's, it's I sat and played Guardians it. of the Galaxy in bed this morning on it. Yeah, it's, it's perfect for that. Lovely, yeah. But it's still, it's forty five quid, so I might wait for it to drop. Ooh. Just yeah, wait, just wait you for ten hours sale. out of it if you collect everything, but not long. Is it? Isn't great it, though? Isn't Legacy of Thieves uh, Uncharted Four as well? It's Uncharted Four and the and the Lost Legacy. I don't Lost know. Legacy? I just I I, I oh, thought you meant the Lost Lost Legacy one. I thought you meant that. Yeah, I only want the Lost Legacy. I'm not, I'm not going to play four again. Yeah, I got confused with the names, but yeah, Lost uh, the the one where you are in India. <laughs> it's yeah, good. It's, yeah, it's like, really like, good. You're with Chloe and some. What's the other one called? Janine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Lost <laughs> Lost Lost Legacy is Uncharted Four, and then the um the the Lost Legacy. Yeah. 
Far still great though, still a banger. Oh yeah. Mm. Next. Speaking of Sony, they've done it again. They came out with oh, another no. fantastic announcement and <laughs> have said that the original PSVR games are not compatible with their new PSVR 2. Mm. Sony. Sony. Fucking idiot. Such a stupid thing. Go, yeah. Sony. <laughs> it's just, what? doesn't get it. What are they doing? It's just a dumb move by greedy people. That's what it is. I don't yeah. understand how this affects third party games. Does it affect third party games? So- yeah. Will do. Yeah. So if you have Beat Saber, you have to buy it again. You, can't play it, you have to buy it again. Yeah, that's Astro fucking Bot. ridiculous. And like, I can understand if it was first party games that you they couldn't adapt to their new stuff, but so it's just bollocks, mate. Beat Saber is literally just waggle up and down. It's uh, a lot of speculation I say online. Online is like the excuse Sony are probably going to use if they're pressed on it is the the way the PSVR two does. The motion tracking is different to the PSVR because PSVR right. you've got the you've got the ones and the big glowing things and then the camera at the, in front mm-hmm. of you. Mm. So that's what it's kind of viewing. You know, whereas PSVR two, it's more like the Quest, where it's like it's internal tracking and it's tracking from the handset. I still but, don't believe they couldn't do it. Well, that's yeah. That, when I was reading that, I was thinking, well, one that does make sense, but also two, surely you could just use what they're doing on the Quest and just emulate that kind of thing because Beat Saber works Absolutely. on the Quest. So yeah. someone has the code somewhere to do this. Like, can yep, you not? They're just being lazy, greedy boys. Can you not just like? Has it been a price announced? Uh, no, but I think everyone's expecting about five hundred quid. Like, it's not going to be cheap. Wow! Especially with Sony kind of putting <laughs> the prices up. Yeah, it's going to be that much, you and you're not, going to be, you're not going to be able to find one. Even. Yeah. Also, 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 bear in mind the Quest, uh, Oculus, uh, Meta, not Oculus, Meta put the price up of the Quest up by hundred quid for each unit as well. Yep. So it's. Yeah, I think a lot of people are expecting it to be probably as expensive as a PS5. Mm. Oh. Which is going to, if, if that's the case, it's going to kill it. Cause you need, you... I, I really wanted to be excited and get into VR at the, at the beginning of its thing, this VR2, when it went announced when we watched it. Now I'm less excited because I know all these games that I got on PS Plus, they're just not going to work. They're not going to work. So I'm not going to buy it. The price like, point, again, that. Too that much. Me off thinking that people. I could get a Steam Deck for that. They're not going to develop for it, so you just have a hard piece of hardware that'll have but, fuck all on it. But but, yep. but then there's also stuff like that. There are some genuine bangers on PSVR currently, like Resident Evil Seven in VR. You're not going to be able to play that on the PSVR too. <sighs> just the Batman scary. experience. That that's scary. real as well, isn't it? Yeah, the Batman experience is supposed to be good. Um, like Skyrim VR is not going to be compatible with it unless they do another version of that. Or oh, same can't with buy it. Same with Fall, Fallout VR or uh, Doom BFG VR yeah. edition, whatever it's yeah. called. They didn't Gadget. actually do Fallout VR for um, PlayStation. I did. Not. I don't think they can. No, they can get it running. I was gutted. They couldn't it, get we, the main game running. <laughs> <laughs> the words you just uttered then was, if they are going to release another version of it. Of I know. Yeah. Of course. Are. Are. Of course they are. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still waiting for still waiting for the version that works for me, Toaster. But um, yeah, the, it's it's just a really not long now. It's just a really stupid decision and. Again, all it would need is software emulation. That's all the PS5 does with the PS4. It's just software emulation to make the games run on it. I'm sure yep. there must be a way to automatically do this because you're just using the same tracking points of data. Your camera's just in a different position. You know? I'm just being a lens Can't be about asked. It. Can't be asked. Can't be bothered. Yeah. Greedy, 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 or, Sony. Or they'll announce a year in that, oh, yeah, we're going to make them compatible. You've got to pay for every upgrade. 
something yeah, stupid. It's on another. Obviously. It's on another PS Plus tier. Yeah, the R tier. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots! Absolute idiots. Next, I'm getting angry. <laughs> Um, next up, the original Wolfenstein 3D has now been unbanned and officially released in Germany, some 30 years after its original release elsewhere. Wow. Un- unedited? Unedited, yeah. I have to assume so. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Know that all the German versions are all edited, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, because right. the swastika is completely banned, isn't it, in yeah. Germany? And Understandably. Hit- yeah, Hitler's yeah. Not, he's not got his moustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. Recent games, wow. yeah. And I think I, th- I, th- I think I think they're referred to as something like the Reich or something like that. It's not yes, like, something that's not banned. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, ha- having it like unbanned like that it is a pretty big step. I think it's huge. I, th- I think a lot of pe- a lot of pe- the people who were in charge of the the kind of the censorship and stuff like that are realizing context is important. You're killing them. You know, yes. it's not glorifying <laughs> the Nazis because they hate him. They hate him probably more than everyone else in the world. Anyway, <laughs> they have a right to. But yes. exactly, <laughs> exactly. You enjoy killing Nazis. It, 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 it's, mm. a, it's a popular pastime, mm. along with punching Nazis, killing Nazis, it's punching any, Nazis. Any, any, any of it really, and just just hurting them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Into it. Well done, Germany. Well done. <laughs> Small steps. Hmm. Goose steps. Oh, um, oh, oh, I knew it. I knew it was coming. Fuck it's all right. It's all right. I, I saw his fucking brain going. Then I saw his eyes. I saw his eyes. That, this Fuck works perfect. Sake, this works perfect for later. <laughs> works perfect oh. for later. Fuck's sake, Biggie. <laughs> Quick, I, day next. <laughs> Baby, it's been a. Um, a busy day for Rockstar. Jason Schreer has also confirmed these leaks are true, and GTA 6 has had loads of gameplay video screenshots leaked all over the internet by oh, a yes. previous employee, Samuel W. Hyde, his name is. Nice. Rockstar have yet to comment about any of it so far. He's been shot. <laughs> He's been <laughs> shot in the car parks. <laughs> that man is not. I've watched a lot of these videos, and do you know what? I think it looks tasty. Mm, I thought it looked good, but I mean, it's just. It. Yeah. I know it's rough, but it's going to be, isn't it? Do you think oh. he's an ex-employee because he leaked it, or he leaked it because he's an ex-employee? Did they specify? I think he's leaked it because he's an ex-employee. Oh, he's a disgruntled employee. Um, yeah. um, the, it's all old stuff, though, isn't it? Like it's just it's, it's yeah, not years like, old. It's like not current nineteen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cheers. Yeah. It, it shows kind of some of the stuff that they're going to do with it, and yeah. I mean, it's GTA. I, like like, it. I don't get people looking at it going, oh, this looks terrible. It's like, of course it looks terrible. It's, it's, it's a completely it's unfinished old. product. It's still got the wireframes on half to, of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see how it's obviously the work in progress, mm, how it I like begins. It. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to look at it. It does kind of show the direction, obviously, then it's, conf- it's pretty much confirming where it's set because if you look at the police mm. cars, they have... Um, Modern day as well. Vice yeah. City. That's that's the only thing I'm sad about. I kind I kind of wanted I kind of wanted to go back to 80s yeah. Vice City. But yeah, I'm not all the car, all the cars have screens in the in the dash and stuff <laughs> like that. It's it was that modern day rumors that it was going to be like a Bonnie and Clyde, and you could yeah. switch between a male and a female antagonist, and that's well, protagonist. Well, they're not really protagonists. I would say <laughs> no. I would say protagonist. Yeah, they, but in GTA, yeah. you're not really you you play an antagonist. <laughs> They're just antagonists. Yeah. yeah. You do. I, I actually stopped for red lights in Grand Theft Auto. I love you. <laughs> Some people play that. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Role-play, role-playing servers where yeah. you have to like, obey the law. You have law. to obey the law. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's funny. That's actually good. That's funny. Yeah, let's just live real life on this game when you can go outside and live real life. <laughs> Fucking idiots. God, I love them. Yeah. I reckon what? What, what, what do we reckon? 20, 2025? 20, 23. 25, no, I, I reckon next year. I don't know. I don't November think it'll be next 25. year. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's, going to have a, it's going to have a full 12-month hype cycle. Yeah, so, I think it's going to be a mid a mid um, generation game. So it's yeah, twenty five would be bang on, wouldn't it? I think middle la- of the generation. I think late twenty four. I think it's going to get announced at like E yeah, three next year. Then you get a twelve yeah. month hype cycle, and it comes out like October, November. Around. Like five did a bit yeah. like five did, yeah, because five had a twelve month hype cycle. Um, it had that. He had that initial. He had that that trailer, didn't? It? And everyone's going, "Oh, look, he looks a bit like Tommy Vassetti. It could be Tommy Vassetti older." But he weren't. No. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. And the, yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Regardless, take your time. Take your time. Well, there was a first look at um, possibly the poster for David Harbour appearing as Santa Claus in the movie Violent Night. It's an yeah. action thriller, which I can't believe this hasn't been kind of done yet. Santa Claus, um, as he has to save a kidnapped family from mercenaries on Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's going to be like Taken, but in the snow. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Imagine the Santa Claus going all out. Just be, yeah. And and uh, David well, Arbor lately, Bill, that, Bill man, that man's ripped. Once. Yeah, Goldberg did it, he did. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Years ago. I can't remember what it was called now, but it was like a horror, like yeah. Santa Claus, like fucking people up. Oh, there's so many yeah. horror Christmas films. I love it. I hope it's, oh, I'm so excited for this. I hope it's going to be exquisite. Like so bad, it's just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so you I have that Santa. scene on the phone where he goes, I know where you are and I know what you wanted for Christmas. Oh, you've done it! You've done it! I guarantee, at some point in that film, he says, "You're going on the naughty list." Yeah. (laughs) Or, or, or just give me a grizzled. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. (laughs) He kills someone with a piece of coal, or or a candy cane. Yeah. Yeah. Or an elf. (laughs) (laughs) As long as that you, Santa Claus, baby, that'd be a really weird one. Next. <laughs> Jeff Love Ness will write the up-and-coming Avengers sequel, which um, will be focusing on Kang the Conqueror, a Marvel villain that's about to be reintroduced in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. he's wrote Quantumania as well, so obviously he's leading that story on straight from... Which, which goes from what me and Stig said, that we reckon he's going to be the big bad. Oh, he is mm-hmm. the big bad. I mean, his name's in there. Yeah. The next big Avengers film, isn't it? But he didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. He didn't write any of the previous Ant-Man films. So, is there you any don't good? know much about him. No, I know um, the character, but not read much with him in it. He's he is he is formidable, and he sta- he starts off a lot of um, arcs in the books, and uh, well known for disrupting multiverses and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, he's. he's it's not he's not as imposing as like Thanos or Galactus, but he's he's got his ways. He's got his ways. There's many of him. So <laughs> it could be an army of Kangs. Yeah, Loki season two is gonna to touch on a lot of that, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'd be good. He looks good. Um I think they've picked an, an incredible actor for him. So I'm up for it. It's just weird that it's kicking off with Ant Man. Mm. <sighs> Like I Not. said, the writer though he he wasn't involved in the last Ant Man film. Um, yeah, yeah. So 
you know, he's obviously been tasked with writing this and then leading on to the Avengers film. So they've obviously got. I still, I still find it baffling that Ant Man gets his own films. Really, it's such a crazy <laughs> notion to me. Such a B B tier character, but Paul Rudd can he can do it, can't he? He's, he can lead, he can he can lead a film. Paul Rudd, that's the best thing about him. Yeah, oh, I say dreamy. Oh, he's wow, dreamy. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. You can you dreamy. See the painting in his attic. <laughs> Paul Gray. <laughs> Next, <laughs> the um, okay, show favorite, the the Northman. It become a profitable movie thanks to video on demand and home media markets. It's nice yeah. to see a, a movie of its type do so well. It's, it's very, 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 very good. It's mm. very good this because like recently it. Matt Damon had said how stuff like the on the, the home media had made films really difficult to become profitable compared yeah. to the nineties because there's no VHS slash DVD sales really anymore. He said like films like The Northman. He didn't say the Northman, but like the Northman, basically, are they struggling these days because no, not a lot of people see them in the cinema, and they're not picking it up once they get home like they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see that it actually has. Like made I a literally, I rented the Northman with actual money because I wanted the uh, the four K Ultra version of it because I, yeah. I wanted it to look good. You know what I mean? And I think uh, even though sorry. I've seen it in cinema, I still wanted to. So I've, I've paid for it twice. So if people have seen it, of course I know, I know, I know. Hold, hold your heart. It's I, I love it. I, I think one uh, of my favorite directors I of think, all time. I, I think that's how it become these ones become profitable now, though, because like you know, in in the past you would buy things on home movie on DVD or whatever if you mm-hmm. knew you wanted to keep the film. You don't know yep. you didn't normally go and spend twenty quid on a DVD or a Blu-ray for something that you were unsure on. Whereas with them. Yep. Um, you know, I can go go into Amazon and like rent the Northman for what three pound fifty in four K. Yeah, more people are going to do that. They're going to take a chance on it for three pound fifty, which I think is the way. Yeah. I think that's the way these films become popular now. Which, if you think about it, cinema tickets were three pound fifty back in the nineties. So Matt Damon's wrong. <laughs> He's wrong. I don't know. Matt I think Damon he knows a bit wrong about it. How films will get profitable? I don't think he does actually. No, no, I don't think he does. I think he's wrong. <laughs> he's wrong. You're wrong, Matt Next. Damon. You're wrong, Matt. Goodwill Hunting was very good. Make oh, my was. fellow podcasters happy. Sony's Columbia Pictures has set a date for the new Karate Kid film, slated to yes. open June the seventh, twenty twenty-four, and is described as a return to the original Karate Kid franchise. Good. I mean, don't we already have that in a TV show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Mark Wright came already the happening, obviously. Isn't that like, what, is isn't that what they said when con- Jaden Smith came into it? No. Yeah. Is this count. a continuation of Cobra Kai, or is this going to be a reboot of with a new Mr. Miyagi and Daniel? Like, don't need that. Don't need that. Just keep keep Cobra Kai alive. It never <laughs> dies. So they say. It never dies. Yeah, it's a weird one, this, considering how popular Cobra Kai is. <clears throat> it is, isn't it? Next, Big E. Warner Brothers has now... Um... <laughs> Fucking hell, honest to God tonight, mate. <laughs> Warner Brothers has now set uh, the Constantine sequel with Keanu Reeves and Francis Lawrence to reunite. The uh, scripted good, in good film, that original one. Robots, JJ Abrahams and Hannah Minghella. I really liked Constantine, actually. Mm. I do like that. Abrams, movie. by the way. Yes. 
<laughs> also, JJ Abrams. This is how we learn. This is how we learn, Big A. It's how we learn by being told. If JJ oh, Abrams is involved, it's going to start off well and end like shite. Mm, and lots yeah. of lens flares. No. No, well, the first only producing was. He's, 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 yeah. not, he's not directing, as far as we know, but. Um, it's a it's a good film. The is original. it good? Because I don't remember being that enamoured with it, but I'm not. It's good, but he's not a very good uh, John Constantine. That's the difference. See, that's what makes me laugh, right? I've seen nothing this week about people moaning about Keanu Reeves not being a good Constantine. Yet we can't have a we can't have a black Little Mermaid, can we? Well, I mean, I mean, he's not yeah, even no English one cares, for one. No one cares when nice <laughs> Keanu Reeves is cast. He's not English, he's not Scouse, he's not blonde. Yeah, he's not exactly. just, it just It's really infuriating me earlier when I saw this. I was just like, they just... Fuck off. They take, they take the pick, don't they? That's the, the, yeah, they, the, 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 no, they, they, they take their obvious picks and they just don't hide yeah. them very well. Yeah, fucking internet, man. Let's ban yeah. it. Let's delete the internet. It, delete it. It, it was just this news here and everyone welcoming it. Yeah. Just kind of just... Mm, just hammered the point home this week. Like, I, I like the guy that did it on the, on the series. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard he was very good. Really good. Get him in. Fuck Keanu Reeves. He can't act anyway. Yeah, I said it. Friend of the show. Again. I said it. He's shit. Lovely bloke. Shit actor. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Netflix going against type. Um, they must be happy with the season three of The Witch of recently wrapping. They have now confirmed season four and five will be written and filmed back to back. I don't, I don't think that's a Netflix that, choice. I, I think that's the producers going, we don't want to get cancelled. Let's get the, the rest of the yeah. season ripped on. <laughs> yeah. And then they can they yeah. say, oh, yeah, it was, it was always intended to be five series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. They'll, they'll, we know these things. There'll be some, there'll be some Netflix board members going at you and, is this three seasons? We've done three seasons of this. And they're going, no, no, oh, God, they're getting the cancel button out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this isn't Stranger Things. You can't keep it going. <laughs> mm. Yeah, into it. It depends. It depends. I mean, the second season of Witcher for me was the, uh, better than the first because it was more coherent. So oh, my, hopefully, it's more coherent. I disagree. Hopefully, it keeps its trajectory. I don't, I don't understand how you could disagree, Kenny. The first. One was twist. The time zones were all over the place. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I don't disagree that it wasn't all over. Yeah, no, I don't disagree that uh, that was the case. But I mean, I I preferred the first series a lot oh, okay, more than the yeah. second. But... Right? Yeah. I thought you meant you disagree that it was more coherent. Oh no, like... no, you're completely right. No, absolutely. <laughs> she lives. She lives in the quantum realm. Time's different for her. <laughs> no, that's yeah. true. I, I, five series, then call it. Don't drag it out. Mm. I mean, three series and call it. I like. I like something in a nutshell. Me, I like it yeah. condensed and what. Do you know what I mean? I'm. I'm not end it. But there's the spin-offs games. as well. Don't forget. I mean, there's The Witcher. They've already. I don't even know when the 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 one about the elves is coming out. Because yeah, no. I thought it had already I, been filmed. I thought it was coming out not long after the second season of The Witcher. Set set before even humans existed in that mm. world, isn't it? I think so, and there was. Yeah, I think there's another couple of animes supposed to be coming out. So, I don't know if maybe they're just worried that people are going to lose interest a bit quick because people are just like bouncing around from, especially at the moment, like Rings of Power Lords. and um, Game of the yeah. House of the Dragons, and there's just a lot out. So I wonder mm. if they're just trying to rush it to get it done. People like swords. People do like swords. I'm just, I'm just here for them. Giving us loads of fantasy stuff. 
Yeah, it makes a change, like, doesn't it? Because for mm. years, like Hollywood and everywhere just seems Zombie to be... stuff. No, I don't, don't, other than Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, they just didn't want to touch anything. Like, yeah, too much fantasy, so... Yeah, Actually, bring it. if they have recorded the... Or, or if they are filming these next two um, series back-to-back, do you think that is a um, clue about when the next Witcher game's coming out? Because they've announced that already. No, they know they're making something. Um, mm, I don't know. I don't get think the current so. game right, right first. Mm. Whoa! Yeah, they do. <laughs> they need to get new. Well, Geralt look a lot card. more like Henry Cavill. So, mm, yeah, uh, the Witcher true. Blood Origin is supposed to be out this year. Blood Oranges. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just looked on IMDb. Just says it's out, out this year. Mm. Doesn't say when. Out it. I assume it'll maybe be. It's, out maybe Christmas. it's. A, Maybe it's just a limited series. That's why there's no real. It's six episodes. Oh, okay. Odd. Strange. Look forward to not seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> I only care if Henry Cavill's in it. <laughs> uh, Dece- oh, December. Sorry, I just found it. Yeah, it comes out in December. Which are three? Ooh, which are season three is next year? Well, if you're fed up with fantasy and you like sci-fi, Blade Runner 2099 has been announced as a live-action series from Amazon. Ridley Scott and Blade Runner 2049 writer Michael Green are executive producers. So it's got a 50-50% chance of being successful. <laughs> yeah, it could be shit. How old's Ridley Scott now? 900 years old? 80-something? Yeah. <laughs> he, might not, he might not see the end of it, unfortunately. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Look, I'm drinking. I'm being brutal. I'm drinking. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping uh, it's on I the am. same I mean, level I mean, as the, the Amazon last movie. have proved they've proved so far that with the Rings of Power that they know what they're kind of doing with the money at the moment. So mm, it yeah, seems it depends like if they give it the budget. A, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a, it seems like a franchise they would do because they know how I, I loved it. How, how loved Blade Runner is. Yeah, I think if they yeah, yeah. they will put budget into this one. Multi, it's like a multi-award winning series of films. Let's, yeah, yeah. I think they'll put a lot into it. I think it's, yeah, I think it'll be good. It's, it's all about the aesthetic with Blade Runner, isn't it? And the music. It is. Yeah. yeah. And some good, good prose. Speaking of which, Guillermo del Toro, the master of horror, has given a first look at some of the twisted nightmares and violent delights from his new anthology series. The trailer is out called Cabinet of Curiosities as a collection of sinister stories told by some of today's most revered horror creators, including the directors of The Babadook, Splice, Mandy, and many more. I like the look of this. I thought it looked... I do. I I love Guillermo del Toro anyway. I love Gnarly as fuck. (laughs) I'm one of the only people that think Pacific Rim 2 is good. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's not good. (laughs) I like it. It's called The Rimming. Oh God! Oh, no, no! You need to give up. You need to stop. You need to stop now. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't direct Pacific Rim Two. I know, but it's still part of his his vision. <laughs> well, no, it's I not. Like if he didn't direct it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Could Pacific Rim. Even how stupid it is, but yeah, no. But yeah, this this looks great. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does. What is it? That is it. Wow, what a jam-packed bit of news. Let's get on to the Nexus. And what have you been doing, Gadget? 
Uh, a few things. It's been a very video gamey week, actually. I've been playing playing a few things. Um, Not like you. I know, right? Uh, first off, I think some others are probably going to talk about this in more detail, but I did I, I did do the opening couple of levels of Metal Hell Singer, which is a which yeah, is, which is a lot of fun. But I'll let someone else take a lead on that if they want to bring it up. Um, I started play because we had all the news and announcement from the Sony State of Play, which we missed out of the news. Um, oh yeah, it was on that good <laughs> shit, was it? And then and the <laughs> shit, that's why. And the Nintendo disappointments. Nintendo, yeah, yeah, because there was <laughs> shit. At least got a title for the new Zelda. Yeah, Tears of a Kingdom. Oh yeah, we know why it was uh, delayed yeah. in the UK. Mm. Awkward. It's called Legend of Zelda: right. Nation Mons or something like that. <laughs> Tears, Tears of a Kingdom. Kingdom, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Fucking load of shit. Well. The, the Sony State of Play one was also equally shite, but there was one thing that I, I quite enjoyed from it, which was the announcement of some more Yakuza games, or the Nails and Known like, like a Dragon, they're all going to be called from here on. Um, which the ones, that, I think, the Like a, like a Dragon ones, they're, they're the ones that are turn-based. Well, well no, no, so um, Yakuza 8 is going to be... I'll go it wrong. No, so Like a Dragon was the turn-based one, and Yakuza, that was Yakuza 7. Um, right. But the, in Japan, the series is called Like a Dragon. Oh right! So they're just going to start calling them like a dragon over here, um, but they yes. but they announced like a dragon Ishin is going to come over here, which is the feudal Japan one. Uh, this looks badass. Which has Kiryu and Majima in it for some reason, just kicking the shit out. I of I think each it's other. their descendants, isn't it? It's supposed to be yeah. their great great descendant. It looks badass. Yeah. I like. So I got for Christmas last year. I still had it in its in cellophane. I hadn't opened it. I had Judgment, which is the spinoff for uh, Yakuza, where instead of playing. Right. Uh, Kiryu and um, being a criminal you are playing a fella called uh, oh shit what's his name I've actually uh, uh, Takayuki Yagami who is a private detective and you get to go and like solve crimes and shit ostensibly for in the best before you continue in the best leather jacket and jean combo absolutely the, 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 the man's got to look especially that feathered hair <laughs> oh stunning but, stunning yeah you're a private detective solving crimes ostensibly to help the Yakuza so I think that makes you a criminal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's 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 one of the ones on the Dragon Engine. It, I'm playing it on the PS5. It looks absolutely bloody marvelous. It takes a different tack to Yakuza, whereas Yakuza is a mix of high melodrama and wackiness. This one is high melodrama and slightly less wackiness. But and drones. Drones. Um <laughs> There are a lot of kind of mini game sequences where, because you're an investigator, you have to do like the detective vision thing, and you get like first person cameras, look around the environment, and there are little things that I think are are cute and little in jokes in it. Like for instance, every time you look in, go into these first person things, you're looking around a crime scene, looking for stuff. There will be a cat somewhere, and if you focus on it and press X, he goes, "Oh look, a cat," and it's really amusing me. And it's actually now come up with a thing in like a a challenge in the corner: find all the cats. I'm like, I will, I will find every single cat. <laughs> And they get into some rather rather interesting places, those cats. Uh, but yeah, I'm not... Stroke st- them. No, no, no. You, you, unfortunately, you're stuck in first place. You can't stroke the cat, which does stop it being a 10 out of 10. Shame. But I'm, I'm enjoying it. The music's really good. Camarocho uh, looks fantastic. I also realise how much of Yakuza games I've played where when in the tutorial it's, um, it says, oh, this guy's gone over here. Head over to Pink Street and, 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 and go check him out. And I knew where to go. That's not a good thing. I've played these games far too much when I know the layout yeah. of the map at the beginning of the game. <laughs> it's got Virtua Fire in it, at least. 
It does, yeah. But uh, no, it's 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 really <laughs> Sounds a good thing. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm enjoying playing that, um, and I'm probably going to get Lost Judgment as well because, strange as these are and long as they are, I really do enjoy these games. I don't really have the stomach to go through Yakuza three to five, which are the PS2 and PS3 ones because they're just like old and janky now. Um, I'm sure they redid them. No, they just remastered them. They're not remakes. All oh, right, I don't know. Okay, so I, just, I've only played Zero and the and Like a Dragon and. The judgment game. Yeah, well, uh, so once I've got through judgment, I've got Like a Dragon next, and then I'm going to get Lost Judgment, and then I love Like a Dragon. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. So, I'm yeah, I'm keen on these ones. And the other thing I played is a one that I got a review code for. Weirdly enough, finally got it f- someone finally gave me a review code. Uh, and this love them. This was for a game called Serial Cleaners. Ooh. So this is a. It's out this week. Uh, on. Hang on, I'm looking on the website. Yeah, everything. Uh, Steam, GOG, Epic, <laughs> PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Switch. Um, Stadia. Actually, no, so it's not out for everything. <laughs> Stadia boys are getting, are, getting, are being left in the cold. Um, this is a isometric stealth action game. Um, so it's right up my street. Where it's, it's also set in the 90s with a banging hip-hop soundtrack, so it's a biggie street. <laughs> oh. It's a New York hip-hop soundtrack as well, because it's all based around New York. Uh, nice. I think that I think I'm having a type on this week because it's kind of it, it can you could relate this back to um, judgment because you play people who work for the mob cleaning up crime scenes before the police get there. Oh, clean up crew! I love it. Yeah. Um, so you um, you essentially you you get a level. It's a nice metric. You'll have several bodies kicking around. You'll have a load of blood and a ev- load of evidence that you need to hide. Um, and. The, the police will be patrolling there, like the, the uniformed officers will be patrolling around, and you have to clean up the crime scene around them without getting spotted. And it's a really simple way of, uh, it's a really simple concept, and it works really well because the stealth is really interesting. You've got to kind of move around stuff. You have, if, if you need to, you can, for instance, take a running slide on a pool of blood and knock a policeman out if you need to get away. away. Um, you have to dispose of bodies. You have to dispose of evidence. Um, uh, pull a Hoover out your back pocket and Hoover up blood and mud or anything that might kind of lead people back to you. You've got to avoid. That's where I keep mine. Yeah, you've got to avoid NPCs in the environment. Um, it's got a really nice. It, it's kind of the art style. If you think it, it's trying to do a little bit of the uh, Disco Elysium art style. Everything's kind of got this painterly effect to it, but it's not quite as good. Um. And yeah, it's got an interesting little story of these. You've got four different cleaners. Um, in certain situations, in certain levels, you have to kind of swap between them. You're not always working alone. Um, I really, really enjoy it. It's a, it's, it's a nice little indie game. Awesome. So not cereal you that rate? you eat then? No, no. no. Cereal I was waiting for the cereal aspect of it to kick in, and then I got it. Weirdly enough, I just what finished watching Sandman, and that same joke was made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, what would you rate out of 10? Uh, I'd probably give it. Uh, I'm only about halfway through it at the minute. At the minute, I'd probably say it's an eight. It could be a seven and a half. It's a little bit glitchy in places. Nice. But I'm playing it on PC. Um, it'll probably be a really good Steam Deck game. Um, my o- awesome. My only. Uh, yeah, I've seen Stig's eyes there. My only. <laughs> Every time you say Steam Deck, he's like. <laughs> the only major complaint that I've got with it, and this is just from my preference, I would prefer to be able to control it with keyboard and mouse. You've got to use a controller with uh... it on PC, which it's not the end yeah. of the world, but like. When I, when I play isometric games, I'm thinking, you know, stuff like XCOM and that. I'm used to, like, clicking and having someone walk where I send them. I think that would add, mm-hmm. add an extra layer of difficulty to it. It's, I think 
at times it can be a little bit easy when you've got a control pad because you can just like sprint around the place like an idiot. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's really good. It gets quite difficult as you go on as well. It's like a nice challenge. Um, uh, voice acting's decent. Music is really good. Biggie, you'd love the soundtrack for it. Um, and these, the second, the second level. I, I sent you the pictures of this candy. The second level is the quick stop from the Kevin Smith universe. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Even to the point where it has, is- where, where, it, where it has the shutters down at the front, the big sign that says, "I assure you, we are open." One of the corpses is dressed like Dante. There's a, a hockey setup on the roof. There's a video store next to it. It's just... Is it set in New Jersey, that bit? Yeah, actually, it is, yeah. Most of the game's <laughs> set in... New Jersey. Most of the game's set in New York, but yeah, that one's in New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey. It's, it's got a, little, a wicked little sense of humour as well. Uh, the first mission that you do, like the tutorial mission, you're in a block of flats, uh, apartment block, rather, and when you're taking the bodies out, it's just basically you take the bodies to, like, the extraction point, so you don't have to, like, get them down to your car or anything. You can hear the sound of them falling down the stairs. You just go up to the door and just chuck them through. It's really, really funny. So, yeah, see, I, I'd really encourage people to have a look at it. It's, it's, it's very good. Excellent. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Biggie! Uh, I've had a biggie week, I'm afraid. So I've literally played some more of the Division 2, watched some more Sopranos, and I finally finished the Dexter New Blood TV series. That's it for me. I've had a... Thank you. Next, for, <laughs> as I spoke to them, about them already, there's not much more I can add to it. Really, this, really enjoyed the ending. Is this your first time through the Sopranos? No. Okay, it's fine then. I was going to say, don't watch yeah. She-Hulk. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Good really enjoying Good going shout. back through um, the Sopranos. It's fantastic. I think it still holds up really A well. Show ever made, mate. Yeah. Do you know what's what's funny? Actually, is my brother is watching the Sopranos through for the first time. And he wow. said that he's also watching She-Hulk, and that spoiler <laughs> came up. And he said, "Luckily, I've completely forgotten the names that she said." So he's just like, Phew. "Yeah, he's forgotten what they were." But... Fucking hell! <laughs> Imagine him. Yeah. It's, it's the best you show ever. That show so. spoiled. If you've yeah. not watched it, listener, watch it. Yeah, please. Brilliant. I'll 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 take the reins now. I've done just two major things this week. I finished Cobra Kai. Oh. I'm sorry, this is one of the best shows on fucking yeah. telly. It's so fucking <laughs> I hype. I haven't it's started so it yet. good. Yeah, oh, it's I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. Candy, you've seen it all, yeah? Yeah. Isn't it so easy to watch? Oh, my God, it really is. Do you feel like, and this is, this is not with, with any spoilers or anything, but do you feel like it's starting to wrap up, though, now? Yes. Because that's the impression I got with this one. It feels well, like it's I, all I feel like, I feel like it has to anyway. series left. Oh, is yeah, there? When the, yeah. When the kids are too old and they're not kids anymore, they can't enter this competition. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it's, yeah. I, I I just think it fires on all cylinders. It knows exactly. What, I know it's stupid to say it knows exactly what it is, but it does. It's tongue in cheek. It's Power Rangers for adults. It's yeah. fucking silly. I saw uh, this funny tweet. It was like a picture of um, of, of all of them. It says when mm. two men two uh, men have a midlife crisis and start a turf war. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. It's just yeah. so fucking good. And uh, Silver is one of the best on-screen villains of all time. He's yeah. so good. And Do you know what I love about it? He was a character it's... from a film that you don't really care about. It's yeah. so good. I just love all the like. Every time you see like a big kind of set with a bunch of sort of apparatus scattered around, you just know there's going to be a fucking giant rumble. You're like, right, when's it yeah. going to kick in? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's just, uh, and it's 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 kind of it's a little bit like Game of Thrones in a way. You don't know who's going to be safe. I don't mean no one no one dies, but you don't know who's going to be safe and who's going to be not be into a tournament by the end. Mm. It's just. Mm. Oh, it's just so fucking. It gets brutal by the end of this season. I'm not going to tell you how and why, but it's it's probably the most adult season to be honest. There's blood in it and stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Do they need any body bags? No, 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 no. It's just fucking dumb fun. If you're not watching it, the 20 minute episodes. These these this started on YouTube for fuck's sake. So just just watch it. It's so. Good and camp and silly and I, I do like. I mean, it's not really spoiled, but the beginning, beginning episode, they're in Mexico and it's they've just put a sepia filter on it to make it look like they're in Mexico. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I didn't clearly even notice in like, that, but yeah, they're clearly like in Universal Studios back lot and they've just put a sepia filter on it. It's so funny. But even that's done in a tongue in cheek way as well. It's like this is so obvious. Yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just it's sensational. If you've got any love for the original films, you're doing you send a disservice not watching these. And actually, the choreography is quite good. To say these are kids kicking and flipping, and so, I mean, I think they were all martial artists when the, why that's why they got the job. But they, yeah, they're really good. It's really good, really good. I'll keep saying it. But the main thing, I watched a film. I watched a film, a new film. What on Amazon Prime? A film called Samaritan. <laughs> Stig's laughing because he knows exactly what it is. <laughs> I do too. Everybody that listens to this show knows that one of my favourite series of all time are the Rocky films. Um, I love Sylvester Stallone unabashedly. Nearly everything he's been in, I've enjoyed somewhat. Judge Dredd? Some have. I, I, I enjoy Judge Dredd. Ooh, some I enjoy you. it. I. I, I I do. No, you I do. Don't. I enjoy it. Nobody no, enjoys Judge Dredd. No, you don't. I, I Rob Schneider doesn't enjoy crap. Judge Dredd. <laughs> it's crap. To, yeah, not listening to Planty's podcast this week. <laughs> no, yeah, it's literally, it's literally next on my queue on my podcast players. I'm looking forward to it. I, I have seen Judge Dredd far too many times, to be fair. But yeah, I, I just love Sylvester Stallone. And when I, actually, I sorry, go on. I, I really don't want to interrupt, but I was thinking about this. I listened to Planty's podcast, and it made me want to watch Dredd, the Carl Urban one. Yeah. So yeah, I did watch one. it, and then I actually realised when I was watching it that as stupid as the big cod pieces on Stallone, yeah, all the rest of his armour is actually more in keeping with Dread than the yes. urban one ever was. Mm. Yes, and, and I feel like it doesn't that doesn't get enough plus points for being comic accurate because <laughs> the yeah, rest of the film, film because the, the re- first five minutes yeah, it's because of that, and the rest <laughs> of the film is dog shit. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. But yeah, Sylvester Stallone film comes out. I'm all about it. Um, and yeah, Sylvester Stallone. It's made by Balboa Productions, so it's Stallone has produced it and everything. It's not directed. It's directed by uh, Julius Avery, who directed Overlord, another film I adore. If you've not seen Overlord, watch it. If you like Nazis being killed as well. Um, yeah, Sounds Sylvester like Stallone. Episode. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, Yavon Walton. It's, I think this is his first film. He's a young kid. He's brilliant. And Pilau Asbeek, uh, who plays uh, Euron Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. That guy, the mad, the mad guy. That's not an advertisement um, for this thing. Oh, he's. Oh, I, I, I like him in this. Um, basically, let me let me read you a synopsis. So after surviving a life-altering tragedy, two twin brothers become sworn enemies. Samaritan became the valiant protector of the innocent. A nemesis evolved into a fierce antagonist with a mind aflame with revenge. These two 
brothers were born with powers, like just like Captain America style powers, strong. Samaritan uh, and nemesis. Oh, dude, let me let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> let me finish. All right. Then the benev- the benevolent defender vanished into thin air during the ultimate battle between good and evil leaving the citizens of crime-ridden Granite City unprotected. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's called Granite City. But now, nearly three decades later, Samaritan's number one fan, Sam Cleary, is convinced he's found the missing superhero in the shape of Joe Smith, a taciturn hermit and cryptic garbage collector. However, if Sam is right, could Samaritan's unforgiving arch-enemy be alive too? <sighs> oh, doesn't that just rope you in? No. Yeah, it's fucking shit. This film, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I wanted it's a rock. I wanted a Rocky style film with no, this, which is what I thought the trailer was trying to portray. This um, film starts off the first, the first like. I mean, there's an introduction of like Samaritan and Nemesis, like these superhero and supervillain in like a comic style, like weird graphics. I thought, yeah, that's that's a bit of crap. And then it kicks in, and it it does feel a bit like the first Rocky. Everything's minging in the Granite City, and no one's like there's there's proper like unemployment and stuff. And it's quite gritted and down to it. And then it just stops being good. <laughs> it just starts being stupid. Like there's this fucking. I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's, there's supposed to be a, a twist that you didn't see coming. I saw it coming the first five minutes. I was like, ah, oh, I know where this twist is leading. And. The the little kid that's in it, he's he's fine as a little kid. He's not too annoying and stuff. And it's just, it seems to be an excuse for Stallone to say, "Look, I'm still in shape." And yeah, <laughs> is that brilliant. what the Expendables was? Still breathing. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he does. He looks sensational in it. The work he's had done on his face is fantastic. <laughs> he's also physically fit. Um, he, he actually looks younger in this than he's he's done in like ten years. So. That's surgery. He's had, he's had his eyebrow fixed. No, he had that eyebrow that constantly yeah. looked like he was questioning something. <laughs> That's been fixed. And his nose has been done up a little bit. And he looks good as a grey, grey-haired bloke with a beard. But uh, it's just, it tries to be something it's not. It tries to be um, sombre. It tries to be almost like uh, the Joker. Do you know how that's really yeah. like gritty? It tries to be that. But gritty there's a bloke running around City. called... Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I mean. That's how on the nose it is. But there's a bloke running around called S- the Samaritan and one called Nemesis. <laughs> how can you... Uh, I, mean, you I, I mean, comic books have never been... They've always been on the no, nose. No, I understand that. There. I understand that. But even Batman sounds better when you call him the Batman. Cause it's, do you know what I mean? It's a, bit, it's a bit scary. But this is just... And the twist that it tries to... And it has this massive, like trailer moment when the twist is revealed and I went, yeah, called it. I called it first five minutes. If you watch the first five minutes of the film, you'd know the twist as well. It's so obvious and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I should say it just to stop you watching it. You know, uh, with Moonfall, no one listened. No one listened. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm not. In, in fact, I'm not going to spoil it because I, I, I do want people to watch this and see if I'm wrong, but I'm not wrong. It's just, it's trying to be so earnest and and, and thought-provoking but it's not is he oh, you know he's even got a, like a hammer do you know what i mean like thor that's got some kind of power that's not explained <laughs> it's just it's just, i don't know what it is it's just it's not offensive in any way it's not terrible it's just not good it's a proper five out of ten 
And I, I, I just think I just just found a review on Roger on the Roger Ebert website, um, yeah. where which uh, says Judge Dredd at least had the decency to be rated R. Samaritan is extremely <laughs> violent, but even more bloodless, so that it can get the cynically applied PG thirteen. Yeah. People get hit in the head with giant sledgehammers, shot with automatic yeah. weapons, and punched by a man whose strength should make them explode. There's also Stallone yeah. outrunning a burning, collapsing building, something he did already in the much more enjoyable Expendables three. <laughs> yeah, when you say oh, the Expendables films are way better. Yeah, when you say the Expendables three is more enjoyable than this, it must be dog shit. Oh yeah, Expendables three is the worst one, but like. There's, there's scenes where cause I watched this with my son because I thought it weren't that bad but the scenes where the kid gets his arm snapped ooh like he doesn't even he doesn't even like pull away I'm like what the fuck do you know what I mean but because there's no blood it's like what it's just weird That's fine. it's just weird worse than Jurassic Park yeah it, it's got this weird thing where Stallone's character uh, when, when he uses his power too much he overheats and he starts steaming he's like get me some water and it's just so corny, and he has to have a shower and eat ice cream, and kids are laughing when they're watching it. I, my son really liked it, and that just shows you how bad it is because his taste is terrible. He's a Fortnite player. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All kids' taste is terrible. Every time you watch oh. a film, and even if it's bad, like, yeah, I love that. And you're like, oh, God. yeah. It's just, it seems it's the grittiest like family film I've, I've watched in a very, very long time. I think it's. I think it's like a twelve or something. Yeah, I think the claiming PG thirteen, but it's not. Like, do you know how they can use one fuck in it? Yeah, in a PG. Fuck! <laughs> it's a bit too much for me. One extended fuck. Oh, constantly saying shit all the time. It's a bit. It's a bit much. It's the, probably the grittiest, like I said, family film I've probably ever watched. It, it should have been a fifteen, but yeah, it's just. It's not long. It's not offensive in its in its length, um, and yeah, it, the, the uh, it, Pilau Asbik is the bad guy. He's good. He's a good bad guy in it. He's he's camp and he's scary looking, and he's got cool hair in it. And that's about it. The, the clothes are good in it. <laughs> all got good clothes. But yeah, it's it's definitely an, an an avoid unless you don't value your time that much. Fair that's that's my. F- Official review. If you if you if you daft or like these two above me, if you're stoned and you just want to watch something silly, <laughs> you, you, you're going to do a lot worse. But yeah, Samaritan <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Stig, what you been doing, mate? Um, just quickly before I get onto what I watched this week, because obviously I wasn't on last week. Um, I had a really really good week of films. I'm not going to review them all. I just want to list them to say, go watch these films because each of them have something brilliant in their own way and worth watching. Um, Calvary, Fresh, The Conversation, which is a really old film, so I know that people probably already know about that one. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, The Sylvania, and you might as well watch The Sylvania Part 2. It wasn't as good, but it's still really good. And Red Rocket, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just all really, really good films and all worth checking out. Um, it's mint when you have when when you have a good film week. It's proper I good. Just it was banger after banger all week. Yeah, so like I love I love them weeks. Yeah, but Calvary especially, absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic and amazing performance by uh, Brendan Gleeson. It's on my list, so yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. Definitely check that one out. Uh, but the thing I did this week was I watched all of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. You watched it all. Yes. I watched it all. Yes, it's on Netflix. Um, nice. It's by Studio Trigger. 
Uh, so a bit of pedigree behind it. And yeah, they're only 20 to 25 minute long episodes, so really easy to get through. Just 10 episodes. Like, like Cobra Kai. Yeah, but I think these are even quicker than them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Cyberpunk Edge Runners is a spin-off of the Cyberpunk game. So, but don't let that put you off. <laughs> uh, it's a ten episode story about a street kid called David trying to survive in a technology and body modification obsessed city in the future. Having everything to lose, he chooses to stay alive by becoming an edge runner, a mercenary outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. Uh, I really, really like this. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's really, it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, the di- in it. The dialogue is a bit clunky at times, but overall it's really well written, surprisingly emotional. Uh, Like I say, the animation is probably the real hero of all this. Um, It's crisp, it's vibrant. The aesthetics and the violence remind me of those 80s and 90s mangas. Mm. Uh, Just just the way that kind of headshots and heads exploding and teeth flying out everywhere. It's like Ninja Scroll. It just makes me think of those, yeah, like nineties, like violent mangas. Uh, yeah. This is really violent and gory mm. from the get-go. It starts with a big, massive, like massacre of the police by this uh, big modded guy who's gone like cyber psycho, uh, and it just doesn't let up from there. Um, it's full of like sexual references and stuff in it as well. So there's a lot of anime boobs and stuff in and there. It's a twelve. Well. Is it, only a tw- is it only a twelve? No, is it fuck? I was going to say fucking hell. <laughs> it's a joke. I didn't even. I didn't look at the at the uh, at the rating. I think it's an eighteen. Yeah, it, it has to be. It has to be an eighteen. Just mainly due to the gore, sex, and, and I'm just uh, going on Samaritan. If they're, if they're giving that a twelve, they give everything else a fucking twelve nowadays. <laughs> but for me, I mean, I've only played. I haven't played the all of Cyberpunk. I've kind of had my don't fill of it. But Night City and the modding culture feels way more realised than the game ever represented. It establishes like a fully fleshed out world really quickly. Um, and I think having the freedom with animation to do whatever they want, which obviously the game is limited to what they've designed for it. But because this is an animated TV show, they can just go wild and weird and wonderful with all their kind of Mod- modifications and stuff that they want to do with it. It's really cool. Uh, I lo- really like the way that um, when the characters do go cyber psycho, like the way that it's done visually is really well done. Um, it, it made me laugh because when they do go, what it's basically when they someone gets modded too much. Yes. It like yeah, it kind of makes they them, lose the humanity a bit. Yeah, they lose. They? Yeah, and the brain just like just goes off. Yeah. And yeah, they they was well, they got psycho, um, but they glitch, and it just made me laugh because I just kept thinking, cyberpunk glitching, glitching. Cyberpunk <laughs> <laughs> is a feature. Yeah, but the first half sets up the story really nicely. Like once it's, it gets kicked, um, so David gets kicked out of school, and he's he's set up in this really nice school for the Osaka like um. The kind of train corporation, yeah, corporation. But he he gets kicked out, and his mum dies, and he's kind of left having to decide what he needs to do. Um, Kicked out of his home on the streets, and so he obviously joins this gang. And once he gets kind of joined into them, it becomes really fun and breezy, like the first half at least. Um, Like the way that David gets pulled into the gang, and how he feels the need to live out the dreams of his mother and his mentors, right? Really well conveyed. 
there's mm. a really fun montage episode which kind of shows him being initiated into the gang and doing all these things and the characters and all the characters within the gang are really like really fun i really like them uh second half's a bit more downbeat and action heavy and the ending is like it's not unexpected but it's really beautifully done like really really good um it's a shame really that it's a limited series but mm. i would like to see them do more and just tell different stories within night city because i know you've got different gangs different factions you could do something based within the corpo world you could do one is it nomads is that the other one nomads yeah, yeah. the yeah, outsiders you, yeah so you've got all these different things in and around night city that you could do because for four hours of tv it's really good and the animation is just the animation is amazing like the, the the colors in this and some of the, the music and stuff, it's it's yeah, it's stunning. Apart from the themed song, for some reason they chose Franz Ferdinand. This yeah, fire. that was a bit of a weird choice, wasn't it? I, I thought, thought I thought that I thought that was odd as well. Mm. <laughs> Does not go with the setting, uh, but no, skip the intro. Don't matter. The intro itself, the visuals to... are really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the visuals are good. good, but the uh, song. Yeah, they need to nail that neon look, don't they? Mm. It, they do uh, it's really it's so impressive yeah it looks so good um i watch this in english usually i watch these shows in japanese i don't know what why i watch this one in english um i think it's maybe because i watched the first two episodes while i was in the gym um yeah so you can't read it yeah don't do that because literally in the first five minutes it's like women having sex on your screen and you're like skip <laughs> <laughs> so, i won't yeah. have that problem i don't go to gyms yeah, so um, <laughs> watch this on a big TV. I know I shouldn't watch on a small screen while I'm working out, but watch on a big TV. A bri- big, watch it in your public library, guys. Yeah, vibrant TV and get the, the whole aesthetics as, as it's meant to be. Uh, the English voice acting is really good, though. You know, usually sometimes with these things, Japanese is always the way to go, and you, you skip over to the English stuff, and it's like, ugh, this is not good. But it's really well done. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is one of the voices mm. of the, the baddies, so you obviously get that as well. Um, I watched it in English as well, mate. It just mm. it just were better in my ears for some reason. Yeah, it's it, it it's good. Sometimes I played the game in English. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes the English is fine. Do you know what I mean? If it was set in if it was set in Japan, I'd have watched it in Japanese. I think that's it. Like if it's set in Japan, it's, or, an, it's in America. Yeah, like when I watched the Tekken one recently, I had to watch that in Japanese even when the English characters like Nina and Paul were speaking, it's like, that didn't bother me, but I just felt like this seemed like, yeah, English is fine. The voice acting was really good. Um, but yeah, I, I want more. I want them to do more, more night. I stuff. wish when I watched it, I wish because I thought, Oh, I'll play I, I want, I'm going to play the game again. Cause I can oh, it, made me, it made me want to play the game again. And I was like, yeah, oh. this is what I was thinking. I, I, I loaded it. Cause I, I bought it digital like a dick. And um, I loaded it up. I've got the PS5 upgrade and that. And, I, and then I thought, oh, shit, the story's crap in this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted it to be the story from the show. I'm like, they have fuck, had, I hate the story. They have added Edrena's uh, DLC, though, haven't they? Yeah, cloves. Oh, is that all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought missions and stuff. If you, are a a fan, if you are a fan of cyberpunk, there are references. There will be places and buildings yeah. and names yeah. that you will recognise. And be, it's a nice little Easter egg. There is apparently a cameo. Yeah, there is a cameo in there somewhere. I didn't pick it up because I've I haven't played past the the opening really. 
I didn't pick it up because I played the game to completion and didn't like what I was listening to and yeah. how I led podcasts on. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking I shit. Thought it was great, really good, and the cyber world is really well realized. Well. So, I've got the last episode to watch tonight, so looking forward to that. Yep. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Did not waste your week, Steve. Just absolutely glued to the screen. Mm-hmm. Candy, finish us off, please. Yeah, like oh, Gadget. I can't I've believe taken... I said that. <laughs> <laughs> not the first time someone oh, said that to me. I bet. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, like Gadget, I've taken a trip to hell and I've been playing Metal Hell Singer. And um, I've been really, really enjoying it. I didn't, I mean, I sort of knew what to expect in terms of what the trailers had been showing me because I've been kind of glued to this game's development. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Um, but it didn't give a whole lot away. Um, and this is by a studio called The Outsiders. I believe it's the first game that they've done. I couldn't find any information about anything else they've done. Yeah, it's the first um, game. It's really fun. It's, it's dumb fun. It's, mm. it's not going to last you. I, I think there's... Gadget, you said you played three levels, hadn't you? Yeah. I've played seven, and I, I believe there's ten. Nine right. or ten. Oh, um, and if you... So the game, basically, it's a first-person shooter. Um, but the twist on this is that you have to um, shoot things in time with the music. So... Like be... be, be um, what, that was, what was that? Bullets per minute. Time? Bullets per minute, that's it. It's mm. literally exactly the same game, but with better graphics. Yeah. yeah. You take the gameplay from bullets per minute and then filter it through Doom Eternal, that's where you are. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a nice, uh, a nice mix of Doom and, uh, and sort of guitar Everything's hero. Doom maybe. lately. <laughs> But yeah, I um, I was a little bit worried again because I'm not very good at first-person shooters. Like it's just not a, the type of game I usually play. But obviously, I was attracted to the metal, so I gave it a go. And it's not difficult. It was if it wasn't difficult for me to grasp, it's just not a difficult game at all. Now, granted, I am playing it on easy, so I don't know how hard it is on normal. <laughs> um, but in terms it gets of actually, it gets like, get quite hard, like on normal. Um, mm-hmm. I, like, I, I, would... I I struggled with some of it. Yeah, normal, yeah. I, I definitely would. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. And it, there's certainly no difficulty really picking up the beat to it. I think even if you're not particularly musically inclined, you're not going to struggle because it starts off, not only does it start off with a simple beat, and it's, all, it's usually basically just like a one, two, three, four type beat. But also, if you notice, like the, the scenery, it has torches and stuff, and then the torches will be kind of like exploding to the time of the beat as well. So if you're struggling to hear it a little bit, you've got like visual cues and stuff. Um, it is, I mean, it is a little bit repetitive, I think, but that's not really the development of the story. There is a story. It doesn't matter what the story is because you're not playing it for the story. Yeah. It's, it's a case of like Guitar Hero, you're going to go back and you're going to replay your levels and you're going to try and get a higher score every time, and you're just going to jam out to the music and compare yourself to your friends' scores as well. At the end of every level, you'll see where you are on the global, um, on the global list. I ranked 2,000. I think that's oh, pretty good. <laughs> fancy you. Um, but the music's absolutely banging as well. So yes. the, the music was recorded by um, a band called... Uh, it's actually two people called Two Feathers. But then you've got... Um, guest vocalist so you've got like matt heafy from trivium Alyssa white from arch enemy randy Blythe from lama god surge tankin i haven't played the surge tankin level which is a bit of a relief to me because i can't stand system of a down 
Like every time I hear them now, I think like, why were they so popular in the late 90s? It just sounds like yodeling to me. And it doesn't matter what playlist you put on on Spotify either. System of a Down will always... You can put on Monday morning chill mood and System of a Down will fucking be on it. You just can't get away from them. I'm never a massive fan of them either, mate. I'm on your side. The list of people on it here, Randy Blythe from Lama God, Mikhail Stanner from Dark Tranquility, his track is fucking banging. Uh, Tatiana Schmeiluk from Ginger, uh, Bjorn Strid from Soilwork, um, where else we got? Serge Tankian from System of Down, James Corton from Black Crew Initiate, Dennis, James Corden? No, James Forton. <laughs> I should imagine if it's just James Corden. <laughs> James, James Corden from Cats. You got to the vocal bits and he was just like, hey! <laughs> uh, Dennis, karaoke, guys. Dennis Lickshin from Refused, Alyssa White Glues from Arch Enemy. Matt Heafy from Trivium. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the list of the singers on it, yeah. so It's basically a Kerrang album then, yeah? Oh, it's some really good stuff. I mean, uh, In the best uh, possible way. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've reached it yet, but the, the one with uh, Tatiana from Ginger, I, I'm looking forward to that because that will scream. A, yeah, that is a really good one as well. And that's the only one, actually. I think that's the song that I've slightly struggled to keep tempo with. But, um, yeah, it's it's just... Like I said, it's just sheer dumb fun. And turn it up really, really loud. Fuck your neighbours. Just crank it. Don't listen to it through <laughs> headphones. You want like your entire furniture to vibrate whilst you're playing it. I, <laughs> like, I, I my- do like how it, it gives you a purpose for wanting to do that. So the, the more you combos you put together and the more you level up, it starts to unlock more of the music. So it'll just start with a beat. And then if you hit like, a plus four or some of the guitars will come in then once you get the plus 16 that's when the vocals will hit in yeah. so there's a reason for you to try and get that score up rather than just getting a top score you want to hear this track mm. and it's so satisfying i got to level three which is like a, you get this gun you got on that is a two shot gun and it was just satisfying just going bang bang reload bang bang yeah. reload bang bang reload <laughs> like that to the beat and that just once, once you get into the floor and hit it, it's really satisfying. And then if you get knocked out, you're like, for oh, fuck's sake. Like, yeah. But yeah, getting into the rhythm with the guns is... I think all the guns, all the weapons really do that, fun. don't they? Yeah. Like they, yeah. Are, like, they are special abilities as well. Like the, the pistols, you can put like a ghost version of yourself to help you. And you can... So at the front, and you can run around and do it at the back. And I found the pistols so far. Like I said, I've only done three levels, but the pistols so far have been the easiest to get yeah. a beat out of but the shotgun and the other gun i don't know what it's called they're more satisfying because the super gun yeah the shotgun because the shotgun's like shoot pump shoot pump like and then you've got to hit the reload so you have, you have arrows coming in on the screen kind of telling you where to hit on the beat yeah it's like bullets per minute isn't it a bit, oh, yeah, that's what that does. A bit distracting other than when it's telling you to reload mm. Um, yeah, because yeah, you, you say the Gears of War style active reloads, isn't it? You like get a bonus out yeah. of it. Mm. And yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very good shotgun. It reminds me of kind of a, of, of a Doom shotgun. It's a very satisfying thunk Nothing's to it. as good as the super shotgun on, on the original Doom. It's not. That's it, the best gun. It is Doom, a good shotgun. And yeah, you do get it on the first level as well, which is very. Uh, yeah, because you, 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 you start off with a sword and then there's that skull that throws fire, but then they just give you a shock. It's like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not using anything else for a while. <laughs> yeah, the sword. Cool. I, don't, I haven't gone back to using the sword. 
They're not very. Um, Other than against the guys with the, swords. the shields. With the shields, yeah. The guys with the shields, the thing that works had, kind them. of have to use the sword, but everything else, it's like, get those guns going. Yeah. So There's this, a couple of weapons coming up for a, you as well that are just, oh my God, incredible. This is a um, first person shooter with a heavy metal soundtrack. Biggie, this seems like your cup of tea because you've been very quiet, mate. This <laughs> sounds like you do not want to play this game. No. <laughs> Imagine if they did like a hip hop hell singer, though. You'd be all over it. Absolutely. Is <laughs> mm, mm. that been your week, Candy? Well. That's been my week. Excellent rock and art roll. Brilliant. Let's move on to the main topic. So, this is our first ever patron vote main topic episode. Come on, we've done it, guys. We've we've hit the peak. Um, sorry, I've done a burp. <coughs> there we go. <laughs> Put that out. No. <laughs> the- I've had so much. That's stout. what you pay for, patrons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we put it up to a, a vote, basically, on our patron. Um. Here is the list of what you could vote for. Um, best job-based games, like Theme Park, Football Manager, Farming Sims, etc. Best TV or films focused around a profession, like Mad Men, Coach Carter, Green Wing, The Bill, etc. I love that you've put The Bill in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love The Bill. I miss that show. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, I love The Bill. Loved it. Love, I miss Reg. Um, writing a CV for another pod member. And Viscera Cleanup, where you have to clean up the mess that the badass heroes have left behind. Who are we cleaning up after, etc. So, what won the vote? With 50% of the votes, it's time to do the CVs. Oh, it's a job interview, guys. We're going to do it in a job interview format. So, um, to let the listener know, none of us know what we've written. We're writing another members cv and we're going to interview them for a job <laughs> and they've just got to pretend it's their cv and act upon so i think i want to start with biggie who've you got oh step up get your person into your job interview i don't want to go first i'll go after somebody else okay then gadget gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very good for your was- job <laughs> Well, brilliant, because I've got you, Oodles. Have you? Right. Oh, yeah. right. So I've got to get into the job interview. Right. Hang on my yeah. tie on. Sorry. Well, so I don't point. want a tie. So <laughs> we hadn't worked out... I, I, apologies if we haven't worked out the, the proper form for this. Am I sending you the CV for you to read from, or am I just interviewing no. you based off it? Yep, you can read the CV out yourself, and I've got to be like, yep, I wrote that. <laughs> Asking so about his work you. history based on what you've written for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to fucking hate me then. Oh, God. I've been nice. I've been nice on mine. Go on then. Let's get into oh, it. Okay. Well, uh, as you start your interview, I'm just going to read back to you your, your covering letter that you, that you provided to us. Okay. So, to whom it may concern, please find attached my CV for consideration for the role of CEO with your company. Whilst I am aware the post of CEO is not vacant, I feel that once you've read through my CV, you will feel strongly that that I would be the right man to lead your company to a new level of profit and success. As a born and bred Yorkshireman, I'm genetically imbued with the ability to improve the profits of the company whilst massively reducing day-to-day expenditure. The phrase, tight as a Yorkshireman, is not just an idiom, it's truth. (laughs) Aside from saving money, I'm keenly focused on staff morale and would implement initiatives to bring staff closer together. I have detailed plans for initiatives including sesh Wednesdays, 
hangover holidays, <laughs> and blow blowouts to foster closer relationships at the office whilst increasing productivity. Ah, <laughs> blow blowouts. <laughs> Writing that down. Yeah. References have not been included and won't be supplied because I know for a fact you won't want them. I look forward to your job <laughs> offer. Yours faithfully, Oodles O'Dim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're born in Yorkshire, but we'll not go down that road. Let's pretend I was. Let's you pretend. What? You what? Shh. Keep going. Next. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's roll back this. Let's roll this back. <laughs> so I, you I am now official, official number one Yorkshireman on this podcast. <laughs> Kieran's, yeah, Kieran's number one and number two. You're now number three. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. I like that cover and like, oh, it sounds exactly like what I'd write. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if, before we start the interview process, if I can confirm a few personal details with you. You've listed, yeah, yeah. You've listed your age down here as 22. Correct. Yes. With your date of birth as November 1987. Yes. <laughs> I, would get, I would get that wrong as well. That's so sad. Uh, you've marked your address as I'm not telling you. Correct. Uh, your phone number is, if it's meant to be, you'll guess it. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. And your email address is xx underscore Kenny Gamerboy underscore xx at aol.com. And that must have been a typo. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just move to your work experience, which we'll, we'll establish if you're um, worthwhile to be a CEO for this company. Can uh, I just say before you continue, you've got a lovely uh, timbre to your voice, Mr... You didn't give me a name, sorry. If it's meant to be, you'll guess it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, you, so you've marked down your current work experience as the big phone shop. The Curren- big phone shop, yes. Yeah, currently. Um, and uh, at, the, at, at said big phone shop, uh, I assume customer service is a big thing because you've marked down here that you're responsible for interpreting the incoherent ramblings of the general public to work out what they want as they try in vain to communicate in a language you would struggle to pass as English. <laughs> correct. That's correct, yes. <laughs> too accurate, actually. That's too accurate. Um, I, I mean, I'm not sure how a phone shop, working in a phone shop, would set you up for being a CEO, but I mean, if you can elaborate on that one. At all? Uh, yeah, I, uh, basically, um, if you can sell an iPhone 14 Pro Max to an 85-year-old that came in because the screen was broken on their Alcatel, you can do anything. Well, you, you have actually, you, you, you carry on with your CV explaining something along these lines where you have pointed out that through their guttural screeching and pasty-fueled spittle, I'm an expert at selling them expensive phones and upselling them on services they don't have the mental capacity to understand. Yes, that is correct. I'm particularly proud of my ability to sell phones while suffering from a hangover that could kill a buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. I, I did write that. Absolutely proud. And uh, what, what's what's this you've marked on your CV about you also um, during the pandemic working in kind of a form of security within the big phone shop? <laughs> <laughs> I was a chaperone, uh, a human herder. During the pandemic, as the phone shop was deemed not uh, a necessity at oh, the time. Uh, right, because yeah. you said here that you, you lent on your extensive knowledge of raw era wrestling and successfully de-escalated several dangerous situations via the tactical use of the DDT in the people's elbow. Yes, and also the uh, barrier Yeah, <laughs> that we used. <laughs> well, hopefully the police investigation will, will, will come back in your favour. CCTV was broken that day. Ah. Uh, I just want to get a little bit further back into your history here. Um, yeah. 
you, you, you mentioned you've got the previous job here uh, as a dock worker in customer servicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Docker, big docker. (laughs) Me on a docker, mate. I'd get eaten up by the bigger boys if I'm on a dock. I I mean, that's pretty close to it. You said this is a physical role which you loved but had to give up due to the strain it caused on your knees. (laughs) My knees are decorative, mate. (laughs) Apparently, you gained rave reviews from lonely sailors who needed a friendly face after weeks at sea. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next, next up, you, uh, a touring musician, which is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, although you have pointed out, you remember very little of this time due to the high level of stress it places on a person mentally and physically. Yeah, it's just them, them lights, mate. The bright lights. Um, mm, sir, sorry, not yeah. mate, sir. Uh, groupies and drugs were your downfall. As it turns out, a touring musician cannot afford either. <laughs> We got paid in drugs sometimes. <laughs> and you apparently hold the Polish record for televisions thrown out of hotel rooms at six. Yep, that's correct. Not two, two. And last, last up in your work experience, a logistics manager working for a group of independent and you legitimate businessmen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you want to talk about delivering packages from the continent to the mainland UK? Uh, yeah, um... It was called Mule.ink, and <laughs> basically, I I was um, I went into this uh, really like it looked like a doctor's surgery, and they put me under general anaesthetic or local anaesthetic. I can't remember which is the one that puts you to sleep. General. And I woke up feeling really heavy and like constipated, <laughs> and they give me a ticket. I'd go back to Manchester Airport. I'd get through customs, and then I fell asleep again. Uh, some. Some boys carried me away. I woke up. Um, loads of scars. I've got loads of scars from that. Mm. Loads. Mm. It, 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 I got a lot of money from that. Yeah. Uh, mm. You have marked any other. You, you were let go from this one after an unfortunate instance where customs officers wished to examine one of the parcels and you inhaled its contents to avoid detection. You remember nothing yeah. of the following week, but as a result, you're scared to return to Cali. I'm completely uh, banned from uh, France. Yeah. Not yeah. Not there anymore. So the last few things you've you've put down here, your education, you've said probably best not to ask, but you are good at piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am a, a yeah, I'm a graded pianist, absolutely. Uh, um, the rest, I've lost my certificates. Fair enough. Your interests, you've you've written down as uh, anime robots, anime robots, boobs, anime robots with boobs, drinking, music, and hair dye. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much spot on. It feels like you've been in my house. <laughs> and you list your special skills as sesh planning. Um, can yep. drink a pallet of dragon soup without having a heart attack. Yeah, no. No, no septum no allows skill. for uh, no septum allows for maximum cocaine draw. <laughs> Fantastic hair. Great hair. Can eat for eat for a month on less than ten pound. Yeah, I'm, yeah. If there's a tucky at this place, if there's a canteen, I won't be bothering it. Yep. And you look great in a miniskirt. <laughs> Sensational. I've got the legs for it. Fair enough. We'll let you know our decision in due course. Thank you for this opportunity, <laughs> and uh, I hope you you get the the right candidate for this job. Thank you. <laughs> well done, mate. How does he know me so well? <laughs> I think I managed to capture you there. 
<laughs> Fucking hell, it's, I think it's as if that's my real CV. That. I wrote all that really hungover this morning as well. <laughs> that's the best time to write my CV because I've never written a CV sober. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Biggie, yeah, are you ready yet? <laughs> you can do if you want. Right then, who, who, who's stepping up to the interview with yours? It's Mr. Gadget himself. Oh. Oh, right then. Take it away. Okay, just bear with me a second. Uh, Gadget, thank really you very much. Character. <laughs> thank you for coming in today. Uh, we weren't actually looking for anybody, but you've just turned up anyway, so we'll go ahead. We've received your paperwork. Can you just confirm your address for me? I've just sent it through to you, just to confirm you're the right person. Oh, God, let's have a look at this, see what you've put. <laughs> <laughs> just ready! <laughs> Yeah, you see, I, I can't bring it up on my computer because I'm capturing video from Discord, so I can't bring up the text I'm going to do on my phone. Read oh, that, mate. Fuck you. Fuck. Read that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Pip's going to want to listen to this one. 1888 Dildo Street, <laughs> Keegan Road, Biker Groove, Shira Isle. Come to Gascoigne. Do you know what's funny? Like, our American listeners are going like, what does that mean? Uh, yes, uh, I, had, I do have your covering letter here, so I'm just going to read through this just to uh, confirm all is uh, well. Uh, you also have your email address down here as evilgenius at volcaniclair.com. Is that correct? Yes, that's accurate. <laughs> Saves on the heating bill when you've got magma coming up in your living room. Magma. Magma. Uh, you have begun with greetings and salutations, my soon-to-be minions. You can finally breathe a sigh of relief that the resume of mine you have just perused through is indeed the real deal. Yes, I know what you're thinking. This man should already be sitting in that very chair of yours behind the very same desk and replacing you as head of the company. You probably wish to be involved in a passionate affair with me right now. This is all <laughs> indeed inevitable, but we all have to start somewhere. When you've now finally gotten over your own inadequacies, I truly look forward to the offer of an interview and blowing your own minds with my answers of perfection. It will be super easy and barely an inconvenience as you prepare your own resignation. Brilliant. At this point, as you are, with no doubt already preparing a contract in the background for me, I'll be at the very top of the salary scale and we'll be sending you a separate list of conditions which will be deal breakers, which would include such perks as bottomless whiskey and gold-plated D&D dice and a notepad as standard, for example. If these conditions are not met, then you'll be beaten senselessly until you beg for your mother and accept said conditions. Obviously, this post will be a mere stepping stone to my world dominance, but you, as you have my word, I'll remember those loyal to me along the way. <laughs> Yours superiorly, Michael Gadget Downey. Yeah, I'll go for that. So let's have a look. How, um, you've listed some skills so well? here. Can <laughs> you just go through a few of these for me? Mm -hmm. um, you, have put, you have an uncanny ability to arrange a lot of words into cohesive sentences and paragraphs that eventually will fill enough for a book. And said yes. book is also useful to rest cups of tea or coffee on. Yes. <laughs> uh, you've also mentioned that you have been a clackety-clackety-clack keyboard operator. Yep. A tech operator and hoarder of gadgets. Of course. Able to perform a total of four inconsistent voices on command. We aim at. Uh, I have you down as a ukulele molester. <laughs> that is actually accurate for how I play the ukulele. I'm not, I'm not going to lie on that one. And also the podcast title. <laughs> I'm not putting ukulele molester as a podcast title. <laughs> yes, you are. 
I have you down as an air guitar enthusiast. Yeah, I'm quite, quite fond of the air guitar. <laughs> Got a vintage a one. A classic and popular film avoider. <laughs> and I'm, a I'm, seventh I'm, I'm, Dan. I'm, I'm saying I'm not watching well, seven now just out of principle. <laughs> ah, sure. And speaking of which, a seventh Dan critical ranter. Oh, yeah. Looking at your experience, you've put down the Modern Escapism Network as Podwaffle Arranger yep. from August 2020 to present. Mm-hmm. You have done over two years of podcastery. You've put down your D&D Dungeon Master Scene Setter, Easter Egg Integrator, and Nerd <laughs> Tabletop Narrative Manipulator. Yes, I'm also proper good with words like... Oh, we are, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, if you down, um, you also worked with Google on the internet as a steamer and influenza. <laughs> influenza. <laughs> For five minutes of fame, um, you've done over five years of YouTubery, and you're an incompetent game completer. Yes, I, I'll, I'll have you. I'll have you know that I, that I unfortunately I did dictate this CV to some idiot from the south coast. So some of the words might be incorrect. He, 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 he struggles to understand human speech. And he has actually completed five games. So, uh, Have you working at Northern Rock and Shira Isle as Chief Data Consignment <laughs> and Analytical Framework Hybrid Optimizer? I mean, you're not fucking wrong. I used to work for Virgin Money, so yeah. <laughs> Which was Northern Rock. <laughs> During this time, had you as a personal and identifying data organizer and assistant to the Chief Spreadsheet Color Filter. With yep. three years as the color blue and yellow columns, four years with cyan and green columns, and four years with the filter and pivot teams. <laughs> You've clearly worked with data engineers before because that's a lot of what we do. <laughs> Finally, um, put you down as official audio clips and sound effects implementer. Mm-hmm. And your education at Paul Gascoigne School of Buffoonery on Fog on the Tyne. And you have a master's <laughs> degree in sound equalization. <laughs> And the final list is, as awards, you're down here as Peter Beardsley Beard Award 2022. Peter Beardsley? <laughs> <laughs> have, have you just gone Newcastle players from the 90s? <laughs> uh, first place biggie lookalike competition. Uh, arachnophobe, 115 kilometre cross county runner, 2021, yep. 2020, 2019. In fact, all for most of your life, by the looks of it. I think I'm the only one that does it. <laughs> uh, mastermind winner 2021 chosen subject the life and times of Dominic Toretto <laughs> and finally great British Olympic air guitarist silver winner narrowly losing out gold to the career nemesis Kieran Corrigan <laughs> <laughs> and that's everything I have for you yes that, that's that's pretty feature complete <laughs> oh, fucking that was well, sensational um, Thank you very much for coming today, and uh, I will let you know the answer as soon as I have performed my resignation. Excellent. You do that. You do that. Send in my decorator. That was brilliant. Well done. Well done. Stig, it's time for you to get your interviewee up into your office right now. Um, I've got uh, Biggie. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Goodwin, Godwin, um, not gadget. <laughs> it is correct. Here, and make sure here, it's Godwin. Thank from you. Northern France. Yeah. And 
Yes, it's a beautiful part of the South Coast. Excellent. I, I'm a bit. Can you just confirm this email address you've put on? Bigcockman at gmail.com. <laughs> I think error? that's a typo. Uh, I think oh, it, it's, it's, also tr- it's true, but it's a typo. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you did explain later in your CV that you weren't very good with IT, so that probably explains that. Um, so let's read for your personal statement. I'm very impressed with your life experience. I must say that, Mr. Godwin. It's You've done a lot. A lot. Um, a personal and proven everyman with experience in several sectors including chimney sweeping, cigar rolling, coal mining, world war combat, public houses, cruise ships and something called Dark Souls Uh, Um, that's correct growing up in the Edwardian era and working from the age of five has been established (laughs) wow know how and hardened <laughs> How did you write that down without tears in your eyes? It has given me an Such established an know-how and hardened demeanor in managing processes that deliver tangible benefits. I have proven provide significant value to the businesses I've worked for with my v- extremely vast, vast twice life experiences, <laughs> and they would add value to any role. I'm like that old saying, jack of all trades, but a master of none. You give me a job and I'll nail it first time. And there's 100% no recordings online to prove otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Odd phrase there. I'm a great believer in the consistency of process around communication. And thus, I always ensure that I communicate everything with the correct pronunciation. I believe it is the (laughs) best. I believe that in business, anyone should not... um, be afraid to say what they think and use their sex appeal to their advantage. I approach every challenge with an open and flexible attitude while also applying critical mind for problem solving as evidence of my time spent on Twitch, D&D and Netflix. <laughs> very, very, very interesting personal statement there, uh, Mr. Godwin. Um, Accurate. But yes, this work experience, my, 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 from the age of five years old, you say, um, four years as a chimney sweep. However, I'm very impressed. (laughs) 10 to 12 hours a day. I like someone with a good worth ethic. And you Mm. did the most chimneys in one day. 42 chimneys. And the best chimney sweeper in all Cockneyland. (laughs) So I was a bit thinner then, so I was able to get up and down them very quick. Yes, but I expect the reason that's why you went into cigar rolling in 1904 for a few years, because he got a bit too big for the uh, chimney sweeps. <laughs> Cigar rolling. Yeah. But this, um, moving on to the coal mining, while well, this foreman within three years uh, implemented the. Well, uh, here you've just said, watch Chernobyl. Watch Chernobyl. <laughs> and that will give you an idea of how he used to work down in the coal mines. <laughs> I've not seen that hell. myself. Uh, could you elaborate on that, please? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, very dusty and dirty down there, um, full of danger. But uh, yeah, I made sure that my, well, some of my colleagues came out alive. <laughs> okay. So no, no, none of the, uh, I've heard rumours of, of naked mining. What's that going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something that I came up with. Um, it was very difficult to get that across to the team at first. But I led by example, cock out. And once everybody else was on top, that was uh, on top on board. Um, <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> 
nice forward Isn't thinking yes. there. Nice forward thinking there. I, I enjoy. I like that. Um, this section here is just blanked out with a black marker pen. Says classified from 1914 to 1945, World War One and Two. So, I presume, <laughs> presume you can't elaborate on any of that. That's all. And if I do, I'd have to kill you. Oh, that's what like you've said service. here. Yeah. Uh, and then you went on to work onto cruise ships, a barman, aqua aerobic instructor, cabaret entertainment. <laughs> And a national diplomat to many cruise docked countries where you met many foreign female dignitaries. Wow. Absolutely. I'm very I, impressed. I have uh, spread myself all over the world. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Like Lurpak. <laughs> what, uh, what made you come off the cruise ships and head into HR? Uh, I was seasick. No. Oh. <laughs> After 10 years, you realised. <laughs> Although it, does feel, I, 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 it says here, HR, dealing with other people's bullshit and have to act as their <laughs> counsellor because Jane Downing accounts wore a skirt that Karen in communications didn't like. This is a CV. It's, uh, I, don't, I think that's quite inappropriate to put on your CV. Well, it was the truth. They're, they're both silly old fannies anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's that saying what you like, whatever you like. No filter. Uh, and finally, you're now in the world of podcasting and streaming, I see. Reached over 100 podcasts. That's very good. Very very well done. Have an award you... ceremony named after you. Wow. Sexiest so it's been voice... difficult to carry my team through, but uh, we've managed it. Sexiest voice in podcasting? Absolutely. Strongest modern escapee? Yes. Always get things mm. correct. And... <laughs> Ornstein and Smau, whatever that is. Uh, there may be an issue with the pronunciation side of things, but uh, I'll, I, I can talk about that separately. Okay, it's pronunciation. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to give the uh, your podcast to listen to, see how you get on. Uh, key see. skills you've listed: excellent at cleaning out large shafts, <laughs> rolling a cigarette with your tongue. Skills you cannot divulge into without having to kill me, which you've already stated. Uh, clotted cream. It's a weird skill. Uh, cocktail <laughs> spinning like Tom Cruise. Dice rolling and improvisation. And application well navigation. Uh, and interests. I, I like some of these interests. Hip-hop. I myself oh, like yes. hip-hop. Ladies. I myself like ladies. Oh, yes. Final <laughs> Fantasy cosplay. Not so much my thing. <laughs> more hip hop jellied eels <laughs> yes more hip hop and Killzone now Mr Godwin oh, Killzone Killzone come on we both the got greatest first person shooter multiplayer ever invented just going to make a note about that no it's um, not going to go down well yeah mm. oh dear oh dear. oh dear qualifications you've just put University of Life and Top Shagger <laughs> <laughs> Any other qualifications? That's all you need, baby. Fair point. And references somebody called Calbo Grey Merkin in Erethria. I have no idea what oh, that yes. is. Can that can he vouch okay. for you? Oh, absolutely. Yes, he uh, he knows everything about me. Oh, good. Well, I am impressed. You have a many, 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 many years work experience. 
Hmm. I don't want to be ageist in this day and age, but... It is a disability. Yes, we'll be in touch. I don't want to be ageist, but you've got to be a realist. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming in anyway. My assistant will uh, help you out. I don't want you to... The whole call help you out. Can you make sure that they call me and not send an email? I'll be unlikely to find it. Okay, it's true. Yes. It's true. And it's still on your on a home number, I presume. Don't have a mobile. It says here, landline, and no mobile number. It's a police box at the end of the garden. Okay. <laughs> so we'll call you anytime between twelve and two o'clock on Friday. Then make sure you're there. We'll be waiting. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Fucking brilliant. Love that. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. My turn. <laughs> right. <clears throat> hi, hi, uh, is that Miss Machine? That Miss Machine. Machine. Yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Hi, do you mind if do you mind if I call you Candy? Is that okay? Oh yeah, that's absolutely fine. Call me whatever you want, sir. Excellent, excellent. Make yourself comfortable. Do you want do you want a glass of water? Mm, I'm okay. I'm actually dead nervous in real life, by the way. My heart is actually pounding. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Candy's so, not used uh, to job interviews. No. <laughs> we've received your resume and your covering letter as well, so if you mind, we'll just read through that. I'll read it as if I'm you. Is that all right? This is what we oh, do here. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're crazy here. We're crazy. <laughs> you don't have to be mad, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so you've put, I'm 29 and yes. I live in Bristol or something like that. You've written that, that's weird. And mm. um, I'm a pure goth and I really love touring around with rock bands. I'm definitely yep, yep. not a groupie, I promise. Yep, okay. yep, yep, that's correct, yeah. My favourite pastimes are stalking Todd Howard, the boss of Bethesda. I don't know what that is. Because I'm a massive nerd and I've got terrible taste in men. <laughs> oh, God. I'd like to just... Um... Maybe kind of just reword the stalking. I'm just a very passionate person, you know. I, I put everything into everything I do, you know. So when I, I just like to really apply myself. So some would see it as stalking, and I think that was just like a misstep in terms of how I wrote it. It's just that passion showing through. I understand that, love, but you write this down, not me. Please don't call me love. It's a workplace. <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. We're, we're crazy. <laughs> I told you we're crazy. We're just crazy. So you, you've also put. I go to the cinema about five times a week because I have a Cineworld card, which I'm very proud of. Mm, I have yes. a cat, full stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so horrible. You've, put, you've also put, I love drawing on people, and I've done that for ages. My favourite <laughs> drawing I've ever did on someone is a portrait of Ronnie Corbett I did on someone's calf. <laughs> That's odd. I do like two Ronnies, though. Uh, I'm doing the friends. other Ronnie on the other calf just to say it's it's a two-parter. Oh, really? I haven't quite finished it yet. So uh, if you like it, I'll, I'll send it through. No, it's all right, love. Um, <laughs> Again, not love if you if you don't mind. I, I'm in charge. Um, <laughs> my friends are a Geordie, a posh Yorkshireman, a Frenchman, and a handsome, long-haired Viking prince. Oh, I like the sound of him. I've been known to wield tactical cleavage, and I've got a good <laughs> sense of humour. Please find attach my CV for your perusal. That's a very interesting covering letter you've done there, darling. Um, so, right here we go. Then let's let's get into your CV because um, there's some anomalies. Um, right, right. You put, okay. you put here you live in six 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 Transylvania Road. Is that correct? That is correct. 
and your email is ubergoff69 at aol.com. At Gmail, sorry, Gmail. Oh, right, you've written this down, not me. Um, your phone number 07666 420 666. That is that right. Yes. Excellent. So let's, I'm just looking down at your education here. You've says here you've got oof three GCSEs. Wow. Um, you've got an A in drama, so you're quite dramatic. I like that. We do like that. Here. We like that. And okay. um, you've got a C in English literature. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and a D in maths. Yes, um, you, that is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> you've also put down here that. You have a BTEC NVQ in art, specifically nude models and mainly dads. Hmm. That's cr- yes, that's correct. It was a very, it was a highlight of my life actually. I look back on those days fondly. Hmm. 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 Okay. Um, your employment history, right? Okay. Let me read. Oh, this is very unorthodox. It says here, you know that picture of them two policemen kissing? That was me. That was my first gig. So I've seen that around Bristol. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You've put here, after school, I worked in Ann Summers for 10 years as product tester and sales liaison. What's that interesting? What did you garner from working at Ann Summers as a product tester? Uh, Well, you know, I really like to get hands-on with my products and you you really have to help your, you just have to know your product. So sometimes it involves just helping your customers out with it sometimes. And I think, you know, when you said, when I tour with bands, Mm. those, those two things feed into each other. You know, I really like to kind of, Get my fingers dirty in my work. Oh, oh yeah, interesting. Mm. I've got an Anselmus card. It's lovely in there. Um, you've also put, I did a brief stint as a busker in Bristol Town, but it's difficult to get the spoons to sound good on a microphone, so you quit that. Oh, you <laughs> well, I wouldn't player. say I quit. I, I, took, I, I had a career change. I don't, I'd say I'm not a quitter. I just, you know... Sometimes it just doesn't mm. quite work for me, and I just like to put my all into everything. Again, need, need I remind you, you wrote this down. Well, so. I, I just feel like I should clarify. You know, sometimes your words don't convey properly, you know, the passion behind the meaning. Yeah, I can see you're quite nervous. I'm sorry about that. Just relax, just relax. Uh, you've also put that n- right now you're a full-time podcaster for a podcast called Modern Escapism. Sounds lovely, that. Oh, yeah, Sounds they're lovely. a lovely set of... Uh, Lovely set of lads, honestly. I mean, lads, I'm, I'm no. the boss, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagined you would be, yeah. yeah. Ill power. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> skills. Let's have a look at your skills. Right. Okay. Um, it says here, Sitting Guild's approved Lady of the Night. I don't know what that is. Is that a circus troupe or something? Yes, it is, yes. <laughs> Highly skilled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it says here as well, Professional Procrastinator. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that's, I would say that's true. Um, but again, mm. you know, it, it depends what you take of the meaning of that word. Enjoyer yeah. of life, you could also say. Oh, I like that. Oh, I'm mm. writing that down. You've put here as well, you can suck a golf ball out of an hose pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it, may, it actually means that I have a uh, qualification in plumbing. Um, oh, I didn't feel like handy. it was necessary to fully write that down because it's not particularly relevant to the job, but it, it could certainly be an asset. If you need your yeah. um, anything oh, yeah. sucked out your oh. plums. Bloody toilets are, always, <laughs> toilets are always packed up here. Oof. Yeah, that's a really good skill. And your final skill, it says here, single and ready to mingle. Oh, we love that in here. We love that in here. So many boys work here. Uh, your references, right. It says here, Todd Howard, but failed to add any contact information. So if we needed to reach out to him, how would we do that? You can't, you see, because it's under a NDA. 
Um, so he can't tell you anything about me, unfortunately. But I think I speak on his behalf when he says I'm just a really passionate follower of his work. Mm. And he truly appreciates that in uh, both a fan and a co-worker. All right, love. I didn't need your life story. Um, it says here as well, your last uh, reference is mum. Mum at gmail.com. Is that correct? Uh, mum at AOL.com. I, see, I think this oh. is where the confusion uh, happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it adds up now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Proofread, love. Proofread. <laughs> So um, it says here, so that, that's your CV real bit. So after examining your CV, Mrs. Machine, or Miss Machine, sorry, Miss Machine, I got carried away. Can we have a closing statement on what you'd bring to this role as Redcoat at Butlins Bogner Regis? <laughs> well, again, just uh, putting just passionate into everything. And I just, I love a bog. You know, it's again, it's, mm. all, the, it's all the getting my fingers dirty, sucking mm. things out of plums. Um, and I can, you know, red coat. It really goes with my hair. So does, I think I'm. Yeah. I think I'm the person for the job. I can really see myself applying fully to Butlins. Yeah. Well, we'll be in touch, Miss Machine, and I'm sure you can let yourself out. Hi. <laughs> Bye, love. <laughs> there you go. She was nice, weren't she? Did I get the job? Mm. Very well done. You'll find out, you'll find find (laughs) out, you'll find out. So, uh, Candy, the last one's yours. Right then. Um, So, I've got uh, Mr. Weird. You can can relax now, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'd be just as nervous doing an interview. I've got Mr. Stig Weird. Um, Thank you for coming. It's pronounced Ward, Stig Ward. Stig Ward. I do apologise. So, thank you for coming. Anyway, please, please take a seat. I always do. Not that seat. That's that's my seat. Please don't come on my seat. Uh, right. So I've <laughs> I've received your CV, and um, I was very excited to receive your application. Actually, so if you don't mind, I'd like to have a bit of a sit down chat with you and go through some of the details that we've listed here, and just just want to know, find out a bit more about your personal skills and what you can bring to the table. So just to start with your covering letter here. Uh, dear Mr. Andy Machine, um, it, it's actually Miss Candy Machine, but I'll let that slide. It's an easy mistake to make. <clears throat> I thought uh, I'd be I dealing s- with a man. Sorry, they, they all do. They <laughs> all do. <laughs> right, uh, just write that. Okay, it's gone on your notes. Um, you definitely do seem like a, an interviewer. They never know what the, they never know what's in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got a squint, haven't you? Squint, yeah. Right, so, dear Mr. Andy Machine, I saw your job listing in Kerrang! magazine and felt immediately compelled to apply for the exciting role. Um, so the listing, it was in Just 17 magazine, but I actually did put a <laughs> ad in Kerrang!'s Lonely Hearts column, so that's fine. We'll, we'll just skim wow. over that. Um, right, then what have you put here? So, right, if you have a look through my attached CV, you'll notice I have a number of unique skills that would make me perfect fit for your company. However, I'd like to take this opportunity to tell you a little bit more about myself, and I hope that you'll agree that I will be blah, 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 that's it, blah, blah, blah. Right, so <laughs> firstly, I consider myself a patient patient man. So, oh, right, yeah, so patient, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Nothing ever winds me up. Um, I am zen <laughs> all the time. Yes, it, uh-huh. says, it does say here, when, when placed in a competitive environment, I feel like I can hold my composure. And continue with the task undaunted when another staff member has the upper hand. I will congratulate yep, them cordially like on their win. 
and would never consider flipping a piece of valuable office furniture if I was ever frustrated with the situation. Well, that, that's, that's good to know because the flipping of tables is strictly prohibited around here. So that is, uh, it, that's a definite uh, check in the yes column. Um, yeah, so this actually all sounds very promising, Stig. Um, so I'd like to pose you a hypothetical scenario, if I may. Um, and if you'd be so kind as to just go through how you think you'd react to such a situation. Um, now, as you know, this is a client-facing role, and as such, it's extremely important to keep a cool head in a potentially mm. stressful situation. So imagine, say, we're having an important Zoom meeting, uh, maybe with our five board members. One of our board members, major shareholder, gives you a, a gift that wasn't quite to your tastes. Um, how mm. do you feel like you would react in that situation? I, of course, I'd be extremely thankful and, and uh, say thank you for the gift. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah like, like any normal person would be. Keep a cool head. You have said that. That's, that's Yeah, true. exactly. Yeah, I, I love enough. all gifts. Yeah, that sounds excellent. Um, right. It says, uh, I enjoy taking on additional responsibilities um, without being persuaded by an additional reward. That's good. Um, oh, as can be noted with my self-appointed role of chairman of the official Cliff Richard fan club. That's mm. really good to hear. Um, I myself am a huge Cliff Richard fan too. So it's certainly reassuring to know that we'll have similar interests within the office. So Tell me, what are your thoughts on the subtle nuances to the lyrics of the song Summer Holiday? <laughs> uh, In your own time. Summer Holiday is a banger. <laughs> and can you elaborate? On that? Sound clip, sound, sound clip, sound clip. Is there any need to elaborate? He's going on a summer holiday. Who doesn't love going on a summer holiday? I love going on summer holidays. He's driving the bus as well. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked a little bit more information, but that's fine. Um, I'm more of a mistletoe and wine person myself, um, I can tell which that. actually brings me nicely <laughs> you onto. Can tell that. <laughs> I heard that, you bastard! <laughs> right, that's in... hang on, right? <laughs> that fucking killed me. That was so David Brent. You don't realize <laughs> that is uh, written down on the laptop there. So. Uh, so that does, as I say, bring me on to my next question. Um, it says here that you enjoy mixing with fellow staff members and keep a positive and upbeat attitude at work functions. So we like to maintain a clear and focused appearance here at the company, um, but we do allow our employees and company CEOs to mingle in a, a frivolous 40-minute Christmas party. Um, can you reassure us that you're able to conduct yourself in a sober, upstanding fashion? Of course. I, I don't even drink. Don't even drink. Body's no. a temple. Body is absolute temple. Yeah, don't even drink. Temple of doom, perhaps. Um, it's just that we contacted your previous employer, um, Modern Escapism, who informed us that unfortunately you had to be let go due to drunken behaviour. Nah, nah, recent... nah, 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 nah. See, those jealous fuckers are just. <sighs> I, I did everything there, and they took all, did all the work, and this is this is why I don't drink anymore because you have one little outburst, and you know they just they go badmouth you all over the internet. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, it was good to hear your version of events. You know, got in one little fight, and your mum got scared. <laughs> um, so I'm on bigger and better things. That's why I'm here. 
Right. And I'd just like to, can you confirm that none of this was captured either on video or audio recording? It's, it's you know, it's important to the company that no previous misdemeanors would I make their way into uh, the well, I can eye. confirm at least one of them isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so no sort of jilted past employees would put that online or anything. No, 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 no. No, okay, that's I have good their addresses. Know. So I see, that's I true. see. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but right, but uh, but uh, why, why? No, who cares if I've got their addresses? You know, I'm Zen. I'm Zen. Mm, <laughs> yes, Zen. I Twitchy can for see Zen. that. I can see that shining through. Um, right. It says here that you don't like to blend in, that you really stand out from a crowd. And actually, that's the reason I brought you here for an in-person interview. So in the past, after conducting interviews by phone, our, um, our chosen candidate, they've, they've shown up for work the first day, and it's as if you could have mistaken them for an NPC. So can you imagine? <laughs> Absolutely not what we're looking for in an employee. <laughs> but anyway, I mean that that aside, you're uh, brutal. I mean your qualifications seem impeccable, and um, you're clearly qualified for the, for the position. I was excited to read that you list Klingon as one of your languages, so you must be aware that we deal with Klingons on the Federal Trade Index here. So. Um, <laughs> no inkling on this, it's a really valuable asset to this company. So tell me. Oh, Dutchy Mac, welcome back, Tavius. Oh my god. Oh my god. She did it. She did it. Please, can, please go on. <laughs> In your own time. Yeah. You just said you like to wear a lacy underwear every Thursday, <laughs> and I can get behind that, so I appreciate your honesty. Um, well, that does conclude our interview, uh, Stog. So thank you for coming in. Stog. It's been really valuable, and uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, don't contact us; we'll contact you. Sahutrashaskudielkabrasachukaji. How dare you! How dare you! You insult my mother like that. Mikibacha. Oh wow! Good. Right before it gets heated. Let's end that there. Fantastic work from everyone. Professional improvisers. Just for the listener, we did not know what each of us had written on that. That was sensational. So we don't have any feedback this week because this is what happens when the patrons give us feedback. This is this is this was insane. This was insane. So as always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in the show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. And please consider becoming a patron to help support our endeavour. You get three shows a month. You get Scott Sheep, you get Deep Dive Lounge, you get Modern Escapism. So much content. And you get nine. to choose nine. I know that's nine. Nine. Nine podcasts, though. Nine. That's what you get. You get nine. It's huge. Podcasts. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. No other podcast gives this much content for as little as. I don't know, a meal deal at Marks and Spencer's. They're probably about 15 quid, aren't they? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week, we will be extra special. It's going to be extra special because for the very first time, every member of this podcast will be in the same room together at the African house. <sighs> I am so... <laughs> for people that don't understand, we have... We have booked uh, Airbnb to record to get loads of work done, and we booked because this is what we do. We booked the African house, so it's going to be great. Um, get, getting down I, to our roots. 
getting down to our roots, our heritage, and it's it's, <laughs> it's going to be Every sensational. Morning, wake up to the Lion King. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be great. Thing is, right, we, we're just going to chat, and it, we've got we've got loads of special stuff lined up for all our shows. Um, it's going to be very, very drunken, isn't it? Yes. That's the main mm. thing we're going to take from this. So rather than planning anything well, no, massively next, no, today... No, is, is, isn't next, next week's episode... We have something uh, planned. Yeah, but... it's we have an episode for next week. Yeah. Yeah, but are we going to stick to it? <laughs> yes. That's the thing. No. But yes, we have an episode <laughs> planned, apparently. Oh, God, he's going to be terrible, isn't he? He's going to be running around like a t- drunken toddler. <laughs> I'm drunk now. But they'll never we're getting know. pissed in the way, on the way down. Me and yeah, we're, drink, we're drinking in car, mate. Went back with some book fast. <laughs> I thought you just said you didn't drink, Stig. Is your body's a temple? Mm. That, was, that was that was actually stog. Um, but yes, if, <laughs> if you are a patron, you'll get a little bit more of this uh, in a minute. But if you're not a patron, look at what you're missing out. You could have you could have been part of voting for that nonsense we've just done, and you'd get all this extra stuff in the green room. So. If you're not a patron, this has been a podcast. Good night. Bye. Bye. Necessarily sexual, there, Rudolph. <laughs> mm, I've actually just had sex. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you that's had a glow. Well, that's why I feel. That's why I feel. Good. Oh shit! Is that why you took your wedding ring off? Who are you having sex with? Is it someone else? <laughs> 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 it just keeps going and going.